Hey guys, Jesse from Kitchener Famous with Jesse and Jay. I'm here with my dad tonight, who's got a bit of a Kitchener Famous story. Uh, at one point, he was a Kitchener Ranger, and he was a bit of a bruiser. So one of the stories he told me growing up was about how he fought the biggest bruiser in the NHL ever, Bob Probert. Uh, today, we might find out that he fought him more than once. So buckle up. And listen to my dad, Mike Weber Jr., talk about uh, his first encounter with Bob Probert and what it's like to fight him. So I I played for one of the toughest coaches. Uh, Don Cherry's best friend was Bert Templeton. One of the first the first words that uh, Bert Templeton ever said to me was, "Not welcome to North Bay." Not any of that stuff. It was, "I can make or break you." So the stage is set. Right. Um, anyway, uh, life goes on, blah, blah, blah. You try to make, you know, uh, I, I thought about NHL. I thought about making a living out of this. Anyway, it was a tough league. Dougie Gilmore played in the league, uh, played for Cornwall. There were some great players in that league. And uh, at some point, you got to think, do you belong? Well, I came out of Kitchener hockey being one of the best, right? So, and that's how I was touted. Right, so once you get up against some of the best, uh, you realize who you are. Right. Anyway, uh, at the end of all this, uh, I just remember a road trip that we took, and uh, North Bay. Uh, you know, we did our southern loop where, you know, you you start in Sault Ste. Marie, Sudbury, go to Sault Ste. Marie, play Windsor, either play Kitchener, Toronto Marlies, or whatever. Well, we happened to play at Hamilton Arena. Um, Branford was playing out of the Mountain Arena that night. And I just remember the stage being set was half the arena was stands, the other half was wall, right? And the benches were against the wall. And uh, I just remember uh, 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 Shane Corson running our goalie, Peter Abrick, uh, and something had to happen. However, all of our guys were relatively new, right? We're, we're rookies, we're young guys. Um, but we had some tough guys on our team, some of which no one would fight. So you put your faith in this, right? Until it comes to a bench brawl. <laughs> well, when the bench brawl comes, everybody's avoiding our tough guys. I truly did not want to fight Bob Probert <laughs> and uh, what happened was the only two guys that weren't paired off were me and Bob Probert <laughs> so actually when I raised my head above the bench to you know with my hands clutching going do I want to fight him do I no 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 I, I gotta fight him so anyway I got on the ice and uh, you know the, the kind of the rest of the, I hit him with a couple he hit me with a couple and this is before his you know his Chicago Detroit days or Detroit Chicago days um, but yeah no I, I scared the living shit out of him um, he hit me with one punch I went down he thought he killed me right <laughs> so, so you know at the end of it that's the, the the only thing I have to say is I'm the only guy that uh, scared the shit out of Bob Prober <laughs> right well, yeah, there's another game. I, I got traded to Kitchener, and uh, last guy, of course, me, last guy back again. 
you know, I'm a defenseman. He's a forward. Uh, you know, we're coming out of our zone, and uh, all I can see was him hitting our goalie. And uh, everybody's looking at me to be the last guy back, and you got to challenge him again. And I'm going, oh, God, I do not want to do this. And he was even tougher then. <laughs> Right, so at the end of it, I had to wrestle, or sorry, he ragdolled me down to the ground. And uh, I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's not true, that's not true. Yeah, you had to do what you can do at that point, and just, uh, but anyway, you know, I, I fought Bob Probert a couple of times, and, uh, but uh, tough guy, the toughest. And uh, his hands were as big as your chest you know so oh yeah oh yeah he's a tough boy and uh not somebody not somebody you want to mess with on a daily basis that's for sure so hey thanks for having me guys man that's it that's my kitchen favorite story thank you so much yeah yeah Get her into you. Feels good to be back on top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, We've been- yeah. Welcome back, everybody. I- I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is the Kitchener Famous Podcast. Um, yeah, we've... Uh, we've taken a bit of a break from this uh, coronavirus deal. Yes, we have. And, yeah, we've learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Along the way, we've learned a lot. So, uh, we're just happy to... To be running the show again, man. It's been two months, I think. Yeah, it's it's been too long. That's too long. That's yeah. right. That, either way, it's been too long. So, Jay, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce our uh, yeah our hot seat guest? Today. I'm really yeah. excited for our third wheel guest here, Jesse. Honestly, um, we're really excited to welcome one of Kitchener's greatest current guitar players, and Jesse. No, he doesn't play the blues. I'm telling no. you that right now. Okay, no. our guest emigrated from Istanbul, uh, Turkey. Now makes his home in the Kitchener area, wowing crowds with his fierce flamenco styles. Uh, listeners, you've most likely seen him out at weddings you've attended, uh, probably a local pub that hosts live music. It's also a good chance you've seen him at a local fundraiser because he's very generous with his time when it comes to charities. Um, he released his first original album back in 2008 called Oceans, which blends classic flamenco styles with edgy soulful flair. Oh my God, I can feel the the hair on the back of my neck already going up i'm telling you his latest album fuego released in 2018 features some of kitchener famous musicians um some of what you know we've actually interviewed and oh, yeah. uh, probably made fun of as well on this show who's right? that uh we got craig mcnair tim lewis the divines as oh, well amongst amongst many more yeah yeah huh. so uh he's one third of uh, the kw power trio turk and the hobbits our third wheel guest today is none other than the soldier of music himself Jeanette Yetkiner. Did I get that right, Jeanette? That's it. You got it. All right. Everybody, you know, everybody just knows you as Jeanette. Let's be honest. The, right? Yeah. So. It's like Madonna or Cher or something. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I know she didn't go to Prince. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I just like them <laughs> too, too soon. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Sinead, how you doing, brother? Welcome, Fantastic, man. man. Hello, hello. Uh, how are you guys doing? Very good, man. We're, we're really pumped to have you on the show, man. I'm so happy to, to be on your show, man. I, I, I've i been watching and listening. Not watching, but listening. Yeah. This <laughs> and, is a uh, podcast, Dave. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I've watching been watching your podcast on mute <laughs> since the very beginning. <laughs> on mute. <laughs> yeah. I met on, on the Instagram, you know. you know, yeah. When you're 44 years old, you say that, you know, I watch you on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The, you have That's to always right. Okay, the, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> on the web. Yeah. <laughs> interweb. <laughs> that interweb, the international net. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Janae, we're going to throw you right into the hot seat here, man. Um, uh, have you ever met anyone actual famous? I mean, we're Kitchener famous, right? You know, you included. But how about actual famous? Have you ever met anyone uh, actual I worked, famous? I worked with uh, Leona Boyd. Right. right. Uh, for probably like for a while, I worked with her. And, Excellent. Uh, How's she? She was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. She good company. Really good. Yeah. 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 And um, she's a Canadian, and she's yep. she was one of the best in eighties, uh, nineties, and classical guitarists. And she had this uh, this thing called focal dystonia in her finger. It was like a nerve endings is not meeting properly. So when you're doing certain techniques on guitar, yeah. and one of the nerves are like shooting. Uh, one thousandth of a second late so in in classical that's a lot a huge deal because the integers between your picking is not even so he had she had that issue so she had to leave a little bit and they came back again and uh i i had the pleasure of working with her and uh i opened for um i met uh a lot of like the partial of doobie brothers and santana when i opened up uh, for them in august 2019 you opened up for Santana? For them, for Santana and uh, Doobie Brothers. Is that right? And yeah, that was the last thing. And then all of a sudden this thing hit. Yeah. And just like, uh, uh, it was just starting to kind of like pick up. Yeah. I was down on the bottom of the barrel again. Yeah. Well, this is okay, you know. And uh, I met Metallica. That was You met Metallica? Years ago, years ago yeah. Oh, excellent. What, like all four of them or who? Um, just uh, just two of them actually because, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh James Edfield? James, James, I met. Oh, so, yeah. Real talk. Who, who's taller, you or Lars? <laughs> they always think that I'm, I'm, I look like Lars. You do look like Lars. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, he a little was more Turkish, a little less German. <laughs> yeah. He's the Danish cheese, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you should have snuck on stage with them, eh, when they were going. They yeah, were, right. right? Well, we're exactly the same it. height. Funny, you know. Yeah. Exact yeah. same. But he wasn't there. Like, Lars he was wasn't. just. Uh, James and uh, Kirk? Kirk was there. Oh, just those wow. two. You must have loved meeting Kirk. Tell us oh, all that. Right? It, was, it was. It wasn't really meeting person. Person. It was just you know talking, and we had we were like seven guitar players in one room, and wow, they were just two of them came in and then greeted us. Okay, we did kind of like a uh, festival, kind of like uh, fourteen bands. We performed a song for them. Right. It was like a charity fundraiser type of thing, and that was years ago, and. Um, we had a uh, Metallica tribute band, and did you? Oh, it, yeah, <laughs> nice. So you were Kirk. I was the Kirk, yeah. Yeah, and you used to have that long curly hair. I too. used to, yeah, but yeah, I was that's blonde. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kirk walks in and it's like looking in a mirror, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking in a weird universe, you know, parallel universe yeah. mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, James is is a big dude though. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a big dude. He seems larger than life too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, incredible person yeah. too. And yeah. and I have Kirk's guitar actually. Um, what? Yeah, KH3 ESP. 
with his signature and the one that he used in Britain tour. Come <laughs> on. Shit, I didn't yeah, know it was, that. Yeah, it was... Uh, What's the story a, there? Yeah. They, yeah, they had a special auction for just the band members and uh, we were like, there was about 300 people in there, but they all belonged to the bands and... And they had an auction, and I bought it for fifteen hundred dollars. And fifteen hundred—that's it. Yeah, that's wow. it. Wow! Holy shit! Well, we—that's what they do, right? They—it was yeah. a, kind of like a charity fundraiser. They didn't care. Cool. And um, he's uh, Lars's one snare. I think went for three thousand dollars, though. Like, yeah. There, there's weird stuff went for crazy amounts, and some yeah. stuff just like went you got, for nothing. <laughs> you got to walk away with it. Uh, I was like, yeah. right now, it's it's one of the most. Uh, treasured piece in my uh, in my guitar collection. <laughs> and, and how many guitars are in that collection, by the way? Fifty-five. Fifty-five yeah. guitars. Jeez. It's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get rid of a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think uh, our guest coming on a little later. I think you guys could probably go toe to toe. But he he, be, he beats collection. me. I think. Oh yeah, he's got more. <laughs> well, we'll find out about yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, mine is mostly notes later. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why uh, I I, I got to get rid of mine because mine mostly are acoustic guitars. Yep. And flamenco guitars and classical guitars and uh, unfortunately this weather is terrible for them. The only guitar that lasts good in this weather is Canadian-made guitars like Le Patries or Gordons. Seagull. Because, yeah, yeah, Seagull, Normans. Yeah. Because they are made from this, uh, the wood from Canada, so the, the wood is climatized to this weather. Uh, right. Anything from Japan or Spain or something like that, they crack right, left, and center because they're used to the climate where they were actually dried up and all that stuff. So That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have to get rid of some of them because they're, uh, it breaks my heart, but I have to always fix them. Yeah. Always, constantly, no matter how... How much humidity I have in the house? <laughs> well, you do yeah. some you do some other work too. Um, not just you're not just a musician, but you actually work with wood quite a bit, would not you? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you do with that. Um, my whole family, my mom's side, is all marble engineers, yeah. and architects, and they always had we always worked with hands. And uh, my my I, I used to carve when I was a little kid. I used to carve headstones. You know, yeah. like grave headstones, and I used to do carving of the marble, actual with the, without the machinery like chisel and uh, hammer and stuff, and that kind of carried uh, to wood here because that's what we have available in Canada a lot. And back home, it's kind of like uh, working with marble is kind of similar to working with wood. So I've been working with wood. I don't know. Uh, that's funny to say, working with wood. Uh, working with wood. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> totally. Constantly working with wood. Yeah. I'm glad you don't see the behind the scenes. This you, is why I don't watch I thought you were laying, your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought you were uh, more of a laying in the pipe guy and less working the wood guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I much prefer, you know, since I chose uh, Madonna and Cher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that. No, no, don't apologize, man. And um, yeah, I do a lot of woodworking from my garage, and I, so what, I have what, a bunch what of kind of stuff are you making? Like tables and but tables. have you made a guitar? I should ask that. Yeah, I, I made, made a, a couple. Or? I made a years ago back home actually in Turkey. I made a fretless guitar. Right. And with the fretless guitar, you have to like regular classical guitar. You remove the. Um, Frets, frets, yeah, and then you kind of send it to a point. But the thing is, if you leave it like that, you can't play it. It won't play. Right. In order to get the sound, you break the neck and then just adjust it little, like a in, in a like um, truss one sixty degree, one hundred sixty yeah. degrees, not like one hundred seventy, one hundred sixty yeah. degrees, so that it actually gives a sound. And you can't really 
when you press it, it won't play it where your frets used to be. You know, like yeah, it uh. has to be kind of slightly down. You have to kind of if you're playing A. Yeah, the intonation's totally different. Totally different. Yeah, yeah. So that took me a long time, and that that's the that's the one I built, and and I built another uh, bass guitar, classical guitar, and uh, that's what I I tried to build anyway. So cool. I have a couple at home. I fixed a I fixed a really terribly like broken 600 pieces uh, guitar that I had. I completely fixed it and redid the woodworking on it. Uh, back then when the uh, rosewood was uh, not banned, I had like about a bunch of them and then fixed my, cool. fixed the whole guitar like that. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. And I do a lot of like little intricate stuff for people and tables, chairs and charcuterie boards, anything you can imagine. River, yeah. you know, epoxy, a lot of epoxy work. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing you out at the the Easy Pour once and you were start we were we were looking at getting some stuff built and you were like, Well actually I do that and I was like I just remember that now. I was like, Yeah. So if you Good got a, memory, is that man. sort of a little <laughs> side hustle thing or do you like is do you do you sell your stuff or is this just for you? I actually I sell it. I have I have the Instagram account as well, the Instagram account. So <laughs> so where if if a listener is looking for some woodwork done, where could they where could they find that? Um they can message me as well, but it's June. J U N. Yep. Eight number eight. Yeah. <laughs> Woodworking. It's uh, okay. It's the um, Instagram page, and they can just message me, or they can just email me anywhere. Yeah. At music at junaid.com. they can email me as well. Okay. Like, yeah, I do. It's I do uh, like word of mouth because I had at one point I I had like twelve projects going on, which was great. I loved it. Yeah. But it takes a long time, like yep. just a sending of a. Uh, yep. I'll show you something that I worked on. Just a sanding of uh, one, because I'm a perfectionist. It takes about four or five hours just to sand one board one side. Wow! Yeah, it's it's just crazy amount of work. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with being a perfectionist, so that's cool. Uh, well, seeing you play, you can tell. Yeah, you, yeah. You're oh, playing no. every note, uh, you know. Like, yeah, like it means it. So yeah. coming from you guys, that means a yeah. lot to me. Honestly, oh. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, appreciate that. Well, we're gonna hug and kiss. And I leave. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get your masks off, boys. <laughs> Thanks for uh, appreciating my wood. Yes, yeah. no problem. I've always admired your wood from afar. Jesse does take a lot of interest in wood. <laughs> so you're not the only one, Janine. I hope yeah. that doesn't hurt your feelings. But hey, you guys only had half a beer, so yeah. Oh, wait till we get into the, uh, exactly the hard what stuff. Say. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of liquid to be drank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna get into? Uh, yeah, let's do it, man. I just, I just wanted to sidetrack there while yeah. it's fresh in the memory. No, that's great. Well, we like to have some laughs, Jane. So, um, yeah, if there was a biographical movie about you, um, who would you, who would you prefer? Who would you hope to see that would play Jeanette in, in like the story of Jeanette? You know, <laughs> who, what actor? You know, not Lars. Um, not yeah. Lars. <laughs> he's not an actor. Yeah. You know, he's he actually not even a drummer. Not at yeah. all. You're right, though. You're right. Even he says that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Naps are prick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite actor of all time is uh, Danny De- uh, De Lewis. So, probably right. him. I thought you were going to say Danny DeVito. <laughs> 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 my favorite actor of all time is Danny DeVito. Yeah, Could you just so see I'm Danny DeVito dead. play yeah, flamenco yeah. guitar? <laughs> How I met Janine. Yeah. <laughs> Twins. <Yeah>. Twins. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. So Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, that's, Definitely. That's, that's uh, your... His personality is very similar to mine because... He, I, I'm a very I'm an introvert I, as much as I force myself to be an extrovert I hate yeah 
yep. being the public. I just like lock me up in my wood shop or in, in my house. I, I'll just, I'm I'm happy, man. I yep. just don't want to <laughs> get. Yeah. I I'm weird that way, but yeah, you know. And he's just the same way. He just in a little town in Ireland, little village, and he's a shoemaker. He just yeah, shoeing, you know. For people, like regularly, you just go and well, <laughs> and like him, man, like he's he, you know, he's an amazing actor, and you're you're an amazing flamenco oh, man, thank gu- you, guitar man, player. Sure. So that's you know, that's I'm, actually the second time this week or in the last two weeks that I've heard that about Daniel Day Lewis. Really? Some, yeah. Someone someone was on a on a podcast or something, and they said, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is just a an eccentric guy that likes to be. And then they, they gave the same story. You know, he lives in a small village in Ireland and makes shoes, right? I was like, That's... that guy lives in a small village and makes, like, what? Yeah. What are you, like, what is I that? Actually, I can't even comprehend One of my that. dreams is that, to yeah. go, take a shoe of mine, yeah, and then give it to him. I was like, fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, hang it. Fixed by Daniel. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's amazing, too, because he's only done, has he even done 10 movies in his life? And like, very, like, more and, than 10, but... He's unbelievable, man. Like, just yeah. watch Gangster in New York's, and then just right. like last movie about him, uh, about the fashion designer. Like, two completely yeah. weird, like insane yeah. guy, man. He seems almost. He seems like almost like a method actor. He yeah, he you seems know, like, like he, that he, too. Yeah, he'll lock like what you just said. He'll lock himself in his woodshed or whatever, and then devote a year to becoming that yeah. that person. Like he's yeah. just. I think. I think. It's recluses alike or reclusives alike, you know. That's it's kind of what you do, right? Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> what was his? Uh, the other one of the best acting jobs I've ever seen was uh, Andy Kaufman by Jim Carrey. That's oh my god, uh, good call. That was freaking insane. Yeah. Did you ever? <laughs> like, did you ever see the behind the scenes? Oh yeah. Stuff? That's yeah. that's yeah. after he that. I was like Tony Clifton. <laughs> he actually came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. He yeah. got kicked off his own movie because he just wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't break character like Jim Carrey uh, was was Tony Clifton and being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone and yeah. he. It's so because good. the reason why I mentioned him because he's also very musical. Yeah, he's an incredible Elvis impersonator. A- Andy like, Kaufman. Andy or Kaufman Jim, himself. Oh, I thought you were oh, say yeah. Jim Carrey is. Jim too. Carrey is too because yeah. of him. Yeah, it's just mind blowing when you watch. You go like this guy's you know kind of he's a comedian but he's actually he could be he could go to what is that place Col- Collingwood. Yeah, and then yeah. actually playing the like Elvis, Elvis Fest. The yeah. best, you know, he would actually win it because he's incredible. He's that yeah. good, eh? He's yeah. that good, man. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, you know. Well, I heard he, Jim Carrey on that George Martin CD. Um, oh, he does I Am the, the Walrus, movie. right? He does I Am the Walrus. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's, it is like yeah. you can tell just by the, the second he starts singing, oh, that's Jim Carrey. But then there's that that little sitting in an English garden. Yeah. And then he goes, sitting in an English garden, <laughs> waiting for the sun. If the sun don't come. Like, he's just, and it's blatantly yeah. fucking Jim Carrey, yeah, oh, like, yeah. just wow. doing Jim Carrey with an English accent. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah he's great. He's one of my yeah. faves. Can, can you do an impression of Jim Carrey? I can't. No? Can you do any, what about any impression? Who, who, who would your be? Who would your celebrity impression be? I don't think I can any. I never tried one. Yeah. Um, I, I did a lot of accents, but yeah, now you can't do that because... No, you can. Here uh, you can. You're I safe. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> safe down here. You're safe. We got John McKinley doing Cheech and Chong. Oh, man. Oh, God. And it, talk about the kettle. <laughs> oh, we were laughing, though. He had it spot on, though. Like, oh, yeah. man. And then he just would go back into it during the interview. <laughs> Later on. Yeah, that's he hilarious. He just kept coming though. back. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, he was great. 
Wow. Well, uh, the impressions is normally the funniest bit, but if you yeah. can't do an impression, can you can you do one like anything like off yeah, the top yeah. of even an accent? Yeah. Okay, I can't uh, I can't probably try this. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need to warm up. I haven't used it in a while. How about this then? <laughs> so can you act as just say just say Craig McNair broke a string on stage and he's beside you? What would what would he say to you? And can you do that accent? Oh fuck. That's all I was saying. One word impression. Yeah. Like we were talking. We were just talking about how funny one word impressions would be as a segment. Yeah. Jack, Jack Pender would be. I mean. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. We wanted to get a dig on and Craig there. So, oh, Craig uh, if, that, if that's all we're getting, then nothing faces him, man. Uh, no. no, it's true. <laughs> nothing faces him. Ain't that the truth? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming full circle because we all kind of work with him in the same capacity. Just yeah, that's totally true. different parts of his life. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he plays golf. He's the same way. He plays. He plays guitar the same way. He sings the same way. Yeah, he. Smiles the same way. Everything's the yeah. same. Yeah. Drinks Jagermeister the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Sp- spills Jager on uh, the table the same way. Yeah. But you know, you know, he's probably one of the most reliable people I've ever met in my life when it comes to timing. Yeah. Like he, he actually, I've never seen him late ever at a gig. Yeah. He's always in way earlier than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And he's the first one to leave, though. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but you need you need to be tied to him like with a bungee cord because yeah, he might be there on time, but he'll just wander away. Yeah, yes. In middle in the middle of yeah. a song, he just he'll just like decide. Yeah, yeah, it's time to go pee. And, and it's he like talks. they all come right up into the chorus of Brown Eyed Girl. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, I, 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 I'm just gonna go pee. Yeah. yeah, and he'll just leave. And yeah. he'll, he'll just have a conversation. You're like, hey, yeah. Good we're singing, I've, man. What the- yeah. I've told him to shut the fuck up several yeah, times on stage. Like, yeah. dude, you're throwing me off. <laughs> and to the microphone, like, too. Stop like, talking yeah. into I mean, my ear. conversation right here in the microphone. Yeah. You're like playing the song. You're like, oh, all right. That's yeah. another world going yeah, on th- right there. <laughs> Weber, I think that's a G-sus just saying, uh, it's, okay, man. Like, <laughs> we can do this two minutes from now at the end of the song. <laughs> uh, but he oh, means God. well. Yeah, I know. Of course, I love, Greg, he I means love him, well. Man. I love him. I love you. That's what we, we, I, we I called him Earth Wanderer, like because that—that's what he is. Like he, he is, yeah. Wanders the earth whenever he wants. <laughs> we had a song. We had a uh, comic comic character called Poliana. Yeah, he's the Poliana. And and he's the always. The most drunk member of the band. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. <laughs> still sing like a motherfucker. <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and you bring up, usually he's one of the first to leave, but when he's not one of the first to leave, oh. when he sticks around, he gets drunk and, and oh, that's so too. He, <laughs> he has you, a good you, time, you, that boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, but then you become like, okay, uh, now I guess because I'm his buddy, I got to get him home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Babysit him. Make sure he doesn't like get yeah. into trouble. Join, yeah. my, join my club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why you just uh, smoke. You, you just toke now and you don't drink yeah. anymore. <laughs> Dude, toke. Yeah. I, I can't toke and play. I can't toke and golf. You can't? Oh, Impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like I like golfing while we're smoking, but I, I don't really... I don't. I fuck up a lot if I'm token and playing. My I mind just it. wanders. Like I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, 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 uh, it's like yeah. I'll think outside the box, but it's not just about the song. I'm thinking outside the box for everything else going on in my life. You know. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. Every time I talk, because Craig purposefully talks me. 
Yeah. <laughs> to- Craig Tokes. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> okay, Boomer. And we were, <laughs> okay, Boomer. We're playing, right? Yeah. And I always feel like the song is way longer than it normally is. So I'll finish the song in the first chorus. And Craig looks at me and goes like, dude, there's still Start two more verses. What the break. fuck, man? <laughs> I was like... Oh really? I I really think that the song That's is it. over. It's yeah. long, too long for me. Yeah. yeah. And then after the course, I finished the song, and Derek and Craig looks at me, goes like, "What are you doing? What, are you doing, what just man? happened?" And everybody was like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> it's the I guess thing. this is it, right? Yeah. yeah. I like I like that. <laughs> it's uh, every single time, man. I love that McNair McNair gets you doing that because I. I never used to drink, or I never used to do the uh, the Jagger shots before uh, gigs until I started, or not even gigs, but just like you know, okay, take kind of relieve the stress a bit. Like, all right, we're about to you know play, and and <laughs> McNair's like, Carl, come with me, come with me. I, it, it was at the jazz room, a show at the jazz room. He's like, you do that. I'm like, well, you know, my throat, I'm all being, you know, like, I don't <laughs> You're know. Being Neil Young, no yeah, right. <laughs> get this in you. He yeah. says, and you know what? From now on, even even like my solo shows, I. I got to do one now. It's yeah. like, it's, it, yeah, it's part it's of the, exactly how it is. Yeah. Part of the yeah. ritual. Part yeah. of the ritual. And it does, it works, you know? Yeah. In yeah. my 40th birthday at the Duke, um, oh I boy. had 37 Jaggers. Oh my God. <laughs> you couldn't even get to 40. Exactly. <laughs> I was planning on. Oh, Where are you? By the Whoever time had to I clean up the, the washroom stage. at the end of that night. <laughs> Martina, I, by the way, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember anything. That was probably the only night that I didn't give Craig a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 37. Are 37. you kidding me? No, man. By the time I was at the stage it was five like i had five people feeding me and then craig was one of them fed yeah. me about 20 yeah <laughs> oh so i was like done i don't yeah. remember I second would, half of uh, all third i would oh. hate 30 like the next morning i could just feel how bad <laughs> next morning next week <laughs> yeah. cried out loud must have been hurt oh. he must have been a hurting unit so oh, J- jamie has uh my girlfriend has these weird uh what do you call it? like uh remedies perfect for that like fixing <laughs> so oh, yeah? she's a very she she's a chef and she has like all these super interesting uh things like she and it cures you man and, like oh, wow. she, she makes her own yogurt she makes her own um uh, kombucha and all that okay. everything fermented she's like a pro at it and i came I, I i remember coming home and then she gave me something and the next morning i was okay Come on. I She's like the nice witch like, of the East instead of the witch <laughs> exactly, of the Exactly, right? She's got all this <laughs> I was like, good what stuff the hell to get, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, geez, you could yeah. sell that and make a fortune. Yeah. My gosh. I, I, I've been telling her, and I think she's going to. Like she, yeah. people, Honestly, man, I'm not saying it because I'm biased or anything, but the best you'll ever have, the yeah. best uh, beet juice or whatever that you call it, the beet juice. The, I forget the name of it, but... He does come. She does kombucha or the best kale chips. The best. It's just insane. Really, yeah. and yeah. she makes it. Eh? She On makes it yeah, from yeah. scratch. Cool, crazy. Yeah. Can we uh, maybe get into a bit of like take us take us back, Janet? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're known for your flamenco guitar and such. Um, where where does the inspiration come from? Like, where at what age or you know, kind of paint us the picture of like how did music for you start? Like, where what who, did you see someone live and go, oh my god, I want to do that? Or like, how did That's it start exactly for you? That's exactly how it started. Yeah. Uh, I saw this flamenco guitarist and back home in Turkey, and uh, where I was studying, uh, it was a really small town and uh, it's called Bandırma, where I was a uh, Bandırma. Okay, I thought you said <laughs> Sounds like that. Though. Yeah, Bandırma. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> so when I was back in uh, Bapurba, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw this flamenco guitar player, and then he was also singing. And 
he was surrounded by ladies and I was like, yeah, I got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I started, I went to a pawn shop and uh, I found a really terrible guitar, which was, uh, you could only play first five frets of it because the action was literally like this. And I had to buy it. I was poor and my, my mom was looking after me and my sister. And we lived in this tiny, like uh, as big as this Area. Yeah, this is where our house was. And he, listener in uh, South Dakota, <laughs> he's referencing um, the potatorium. Yeah, our potatorium, which is a basement room. <laughs> it, was, it was very tidy, and yeah. uh, I, I got I got this guitar, and uh, they had this uh, videotape from Mel Bay Productions, uh, Juan Serrano Flamenco. It's like a VHS tape, and I, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll buy that too. And, you know, I learned it. I was uh, almost nineteen, and. I would plug it in. Now I put a mirror beside the. I had this TV with a small TV with the VHS tape on. The, you know the together ones, the combos. Yeah, yeah. I'm a boomer, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I would put it there and then put a mirror beside it, so I would mimic whatever the guy was doing. Wow. And I'll pause it and then play it and look at my hands and compare to his hands and hours, literally eight hours a day. Sometimes I practice. Holy but shit! Wow. Yeah, it was crazy, crazy amount of work. And I didn't have, I couldn't afford lessons because uh, lessons were like hundred fifty dollars an hour and. Uh, you 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 need to have a lot of money. We were poor. We were like really poor, and yeah. I want to. I I just want to ask you a little bit because there's some people. I I know your, I know your story a bit about Turkey because we've chatted, but for some of our listeners, um, you were you've seen some shit. Like yeah. as far I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I know that um, Janate was part of the uh, the military or whatever. Yeah. And that's is is that not what kind of brought you here? It's kind of is I, I you I left kind of and then yeah. So can you if you're comfortable talking about it? Can you get into sort of? Well, that? right now it is it's dangerous to talk about that because of our president because uh, right. It's it's kind of unfortunate uh, things going on uh, back home and right. uh, they're literally picking up everybody over there and not just you as a person and your relatives and crap like that and yeah wow. yeah some some of my friends journalist friends are in jail over there and that's why it's not really uh, i will just say you know it, they, were, they were hard times because yeah it, it it still scares me a john bit. steen told me a story about something you saw and i was yeah. just like there's no <laughs> there is no way that <laughs> but yeah anyways we so, don't have to get so into how that. did you how did you uh, well, get away from that I, yeah. I escaped to pakistan okay and from pakistan i came here yeah. Some uh, not so <laughs> legal ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what what brought God. you here though? Did you have was there something? Was there like that shining star that you like? Did you have relatives or how? Oh uh, no, um, no. I, uh, well, there was five choices we had and five countries. Yeah. And because Pakistan is one of the Commonwealth countries, you yeah. know, like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. That's the reason why you will see a lot of uh, people from Pakistan, India, and all of the Commonwealth countries. Yeah. Uh, like colonized countries, let's yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and because they're they're under that umbrella, they're e it's easy for them to just immigrate here. And what I did is I, when we went there, and <coughs> when I went there, we basically go under that umbrella. Gotcha. I came gotcha. here as a Pakistani citizen. Yeah. Right. That's why it's kind of like, you know. <laughs> so who was it, you and your mom? <laughs> Me and my dad. And you and your dad, yeah. yeah. Dad. We yeah. don't talk anymore, but yeah. Yeah. That's what got you here. That's great. And so, how, how, what, you know, how did music kind of uh, start from here then? When you got to Canada, when I, well, I was here, um, just like every immigrant, I started at a Tim Hortons. <laughs> did you? Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, the, the night, the night shift at Tim Hortons, and uh, um, I did 
every work. I was a chef at uh, Walper Hotel, and for um, actually that's where I met Shannon Lyon. It's funny because I was a I was a chef, and he had a show there, and uh, he would come. I was playing in in my uh, I was playing flamenco in my uh, kitchen in the in the room, like on a break or something. On or a break, yeah. yeah. I just like. Uh, he was in inside uh, playing, you know, you know Walper Hotel, right? Yeah. Yep. And we, I used to cook for Reggie's uh, Walper Hotel, and then Walper, um, they had like yak yaks. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the last yak yaks yeah. around. Yeah. That's true. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I used to, I used to cook for them. And then one day we were having the yak yak show, and obviously nobody was eating, so I'll go and practice. And then Shannon Line had a show right after that, and then he he came, and then I see this shadow right right there, and I'm playing, and he, all I hear is. Holy fuck! Yeah, <laughs> that's all you cool. And then he just left. <laughs> he just yeah. said that and left. Yeah. And and then after that he comes back and we start talking and then incredible guy like what an, yeah. a phenomenal singer songwriter. Yeah, yeah one I, of Canada's best man. He's one a of the best man. Yeah, he's yeah. one. My gem. favorite was Paul McLeod, but yeah, right on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, that Shannon uh, Line was uh, was the first one impressed me, and then. Uh, I, I started going out and watching people and uh, first live show I think I saw was Genevieve, Genevieve and um, Corey Williams. That's oh, wow. one. Yeah, that's when wow. I, uh, Rain Tree Cafe. Oh, that's wow. when I fell in love with Corey Williams. Yeah. yeah. Ah, you, see, you thought I was going to say Genevieve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set us up for that one. <laughs> Corey, Corey is like, I was like, fuck, that guy's talented. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he here? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, this guy should be like playing for stages because yeah. he's not just a... He's, no, he's a he's, songwriter, man. Like, he's incredible, man. Yeah. He's like, guitar is amazing. His voice is perfectly matching with because he, he has amazing ear and his chord progressions was awesome. And I knew theory. So yeah. I was like, when I'm watching, I was like, this guy knows his shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. And when I'm like, that I was impressed and I was like, yeah, I got to do this stuff. But it, I didn't get to it until like 2008. During that time, I was uh, my last job. I, I did a. I was a personal financial planner at the bank HSBC, and one day I left it. I bought myself a truck, and I was a truck driver for two and a half years. And I drove eight hundred thousand kilometers down in San Antonio, Texas, and back. Oh man! Just, I just wanted to make money so that I had enough money to basically take my time off. And during that time off, I would have enough money so that I could actually survive. So yeah. I'm I, within three months of that time off. I had like two years in my head. Three months, I was full time musician, and the, with the remaining of the money, I bought my house. Wow, yeah, man! Eight hundred thousand kilometers is a lot of driving, man. Oh. Trucking is. I hate driving. I hate yeah. going to Toronto. Like I'm a that, that kind of person. I yeah. don't like Toronto either. I, yeah. We both Same drive way. right now. Oh. We're doing the courier thing now. We're doing a courier yeah. thing, and it's it, so uh, you know what I'm going through. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I I try to fill my day with um I, not to make it about me, but I we both are guilty of this. We fill our day with with podcasts and albums alike to to just make sure our focus isn't veering too far away from the goal. I think I could speak yeah. for you on that, right? Absolutely. Well, yeah. we keep each other in check too. We'll, we'll we radio in. each other all the time. That's so, incredible. Yeah. Man. So yeah. it's actually, it, it is sort of a bit of a blessing in disguise, but I, I understand when like <laughs> just the other day, Jay was going into Toronto. It was Friday actually. Yeah. So it's ready. It We're getting ready for the weekend. We've got these big interview, you guys, and we had one on Friday too. Wow. And he's got a, <laughs> Gotta come home from Toronto, and I'm kind of making fun of him because yeah. I know it. I know oh. what it's like on a Friday, getting 
getting back to KW, right? So yeah. it's yeah. on honestly. Stop man, and go, stop and go. See, stop. that thing is that's one hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? One right? hour to, or three hours max. Yeah. I, I, I used to drive back to Chicago to to Texas, San Antonio, like twenty hours, twenty two hours. And every single big town, you have to wait that long. Oh my god. And it and and I, I and there's no this. getting around it. You no, can't take right. alternative no. routes because yeah. that just adds more time. Well, I used to, yeah, but I used to take when I was in Tennessee. I was going through Tennessee just to calm my mind. I love I love nature and I love fishing. And I that love stuff. Tennessee too. Oh, I would yeah, take mountains specifically yeah, yeah. just for that. The Smoky Mountains, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh nice. man. Me and my ex-wife yeah. used to. We did that trucking yeah. for two and a half years. Yeah. That's kind of that's not horrible if you don't have a kid. Yeah. That's yeah. not the worst thing. You got. But, but you're not playing flamenco guitar. Yeah, right? I was when uh, yeah. like we we would change driving. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask her to drive too much, but she 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 was like she was incredible. She was very like I'll do it. Like she was she was this tall British uh, woman. Like yeah, you would not see her as a truck driver, but this <laughs> no. this girl take it. And she's like yeah, we're in this together. And then she she when she was driving. I was pl- practicing. Oh, that's great! And uh, when I was driving, I can't focus on one thing. I, I have ADHD. Yeah. And what I would do back in the day, Rogers used to have like seventeen dollars, six movies rental. So I would rent uh, documentaries. I watched probably over three hundred documentaries, four hundred movies, and I became like it improves your English immensely. Oh yeah. Cool. And I would literally put it on my DVD player. I wouldn't watch it, but yeah. I would because you glance. You glance once, and you literally paint the picture between you know this picture, that picture. You paint the whole thing. That's why when I watched the movies that I watched before at that time, yeah. I'm like. I don't remember this. Of course, this is not. <laughs> it's all audio. This is completely different than I, I'm, I imagine, kind of thing. You yeah. know, that, that, that's, that's funny because there's been multiple times when I was talking to Craig about <laughs> something I needed you for. Or I need to get a hold of Jane. Oh, he's probably driving home right now, watching The Office. I'm like, wait, driving, watching. The <laughs> 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 wait a second. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So well, you were a truck driver, and then so you, now you're here. When did you start um, becoming like full time? What, what what was the big transitional moment? The big transitional moment was uh, I opened for actually my my first main gig at a stage was opening for Steve Hogg, um, Fred oh, Hill, and uh, uh, Kenny Manshaw. Yeah. Had a show at the uh, you know there was a place Chickabee. Right uh, no, it was right beside. It was a theater right beside uh, Silver Spore. Uh, now, now it's Chainsaw. Oh, right oh yeah, Chainsaw. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a th- yeah. What, what, what is princess the- uh, something? No, not princess. No, um, uh, it's shoot. It, uh, isn't there right beside right a headshot? Right yeah, it's right beside that's the one. a headshot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. the one. Yep. And this was two thousand six, I think, or seven. Wow. Then and Blackie, you know Blackie. Yep. Blackie was my uh, was my customer at HSBC Bank. That's how I met him. Oh, come on. Yeah, okay. a long time ago. That That's how the sense. connection. I actually didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then he organized all this. He arranged all this. And then we, all of a sudden I was playing. And then Ben Rolla and I, we got together. And we had this, uh, I just gave him some of my songs. And we started playing. And that was my first start of, and I met Craig McNair there as well. Because right. everybody all of a sudden came backstage and wanted to meet me. Okay. Because uh, it was different style to them, and yeah, they were right. like, "Oh, we never seen this before." So flamenco, wow, interesting. And that's not even real flamenco. It's called a nuevo flamenco. It's like a more westernized flamenco because true, true flamenco is very complex. And I showed you before. Remember the certain 
the rhythms and it's like oh yeah you it's can too never much for find me one to, yeah yeah it's, it's too much for me to comprehend but, but you uh-huh. would because you're you're yeah. a very talented musician you would but it would take you a while right yeah. and that's a true flamenco that's why i didn't want to really it's like jesse cook is nuevo flamenco that's yeah. like in pop flamenco jesse yeah. cook is okay. yeah and the or traditional flamenco is Paco de Lucia. Rhythm is right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rhythm is like out of this world. I actually it's... have an album by him. Actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah my uh, it's a, it's amazing. the live one. It's the red John cover. Francisco. Yeah, yeah. It's John the McLaughlin and then uh, Aldo Melo. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. yeah. That is a great album, dude. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've got that at home. <laughs> yeah. Someone gave that to me. Yeah, and remember. he doesn't fl- play flamenco there. Right. Right. Oh, right. And that's like the uh, flamenco is 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 an animal, man completely like out of this world kind of animal it's, yeah. yeah i love it I so love what, it. what are, you kind of brought up rhythms like whether it's flamenco or nuevo flamenco like what what do you think in like uh, as i'm listening to your your cds like mm-hmm. when you're gonna like craft a song what, what are you going with rhythm first in your mind or are you thinking scale like how, how do you come I, up I, with something like, i always think with um melody first and then chords after yeah because melody always comes first right because on. if you're a very theoretical and very there are certain, there are three types of musicians. One of them is ju- musicians just for musicians, yep. meaning that musicians are just there to improve, imp- impress other musicians. Right. And I met some of them, and they don't care about anything else because all their usually it's like insecurity, right? Yeah. The musicians we all deal with it, and certain musicians are just there to impress musicians. Certain musicians just there to impress audience, and certain musicians like yourselves and like me. All care about is creating something that is actually emotion right here. Yeah, impresses yeah. the other musicians and impresses the audience. Yeah, right on. Because yeah. we we don't care about oh I'm just going to work with who uh, in your audiences. How many, what's the percentage of the people who is listening that yeah. are good musicians that don't understand what you're right. doing? Well, that's well, not point five percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's it's it. Like the lo-fi shows. Yeah, most of it's sixty-five-year-old people coming out and and i like too like most of your it's like married couples 65 year olds is date day for them or date date afternoon or you're date absolutely night, right, right? Yeah. so it's but but yeah. it sounds good to them right Mel- like they, yeah, they melody, enjoy it melody is yeah. always gonna win man like that, yeah. i mean i think because we're all massive beetle freaks in this room i think it probably stems a little bit from that yeah absolutely Mac- mccartney lennon or george harrison weren't the greatest lead guitar players ever. yeah absolutely especially especially lennon he was not a good lead guy but you knew it was him when he stepped up and, and played and he had his own thing same with neil young like neil, oh, young, yeah. neil young's not the greatest lead guitar player but that's not the point that's not why i put on a neil i don't i don't go to put on neil to to get schooled but right. uh, for guitar wise but school music writing wise fuck yeah man yeah. and why is that because yeah. melody wins absolutely man melody yeah. wins it's not that's, about how many notes yeah. it's the notes you choose and how those notes sound yes right exactly totally because yeah. a lot of the musicians and you guys know this they 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 play songs or write songs that are completely off for their vocals and you're like yeah that doesn't match the song is great but it's not it's not matching you or who yeah. you are kind of thing yeah. yeah so i wanted to always get away from that that's the reason why a lot of the, my songs um they're they might sound uh, complicated but they are very simple and e minor is my favorite favorite tone yeah the main reason is because my voice and my like i resonate well with e minor interesting and i a lot of the songs i work around e minor not because it's easy or it's that's what i know a lot more like there are certain yeah. musicians their theories just based on g because yeah. g is one of the easiest uh yep. in theory McNair. yeah most, <laughs> most tunes are g but, yeah is that right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but, yeah, right but also it's, it's but literally great registry for that totally yeah. totally yeah, yeah. 
C over G, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, mine is E minor resonates with me. That's why I write it. It's not because it's uh, simple or not because it's hard. It's just I like that tone. I, I like how you put that, how it resonates with me, right? And that's, yeah. that's a great way to yeah to feel it, right? To feel totally, that. totally, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the reason why I wrote that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love your shirt, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> cock sauce. <laughs> so going back to your woodworking. Cock uh, this sauce. is some cock sauce. Right here. Cool. Um, yeah. Do you? Uh, I had a question. I was going to ask you. Remember your first guitar, but you you kind of went into it. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. It was fighter. Fighter. You know, Fender yeah. has yeah. a back backwards. F. <laughs> it was fighter. <laughs> you could only play first. Yeah, first five frets, and I was incredible in first five frets. Yeah. The well, there's no money right after there. the fifth fret, though, dude. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you could press it anyway. Not any money in that. <laughs> but my mom, my mom got me my first real guitar, and it was three thousand dollars, and it was actually a two hundred dollar guitar in here. So he gave, she gave me that, and he's just like, fly with it, and she was the one who sent me off to Pakistan, basically. Is that okay. right? And I took that, and she paid for it for three years, man, working full time. Oh man, poor woman, yeah. Paid uh, for it eight hours a day working. She's got to mean a lot to you then, eh? Oh, my God. I still have that guitar. And that guitar is signed by Paco himself. <gasps> Come on. Yeah. There you go. I so have to there's man. another famous story. You met right. Him, yeah. Oh, yeah. You met your hero. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I met my hero. Yeah, yeah. 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 At a 2000, uh, February 22nd, my mom's birthday, 2002. He was in, uh, he came to, I think, Toronto. And uh, we, I waited outside and this Spanish, beautiful Spanish girl comes to me and she, she's like, oh, that's a great, great guitar. And then I started playing a little bit. She's like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and she's apparently, uh, she's a very wealthy family. And she's like, I know, I know Paco's manager. I'll, I'll introduce <gasps> you. And then she holds my hand. And I, I looked way better back then. So she kind of might have, you know, interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She holds it. And she says something to, to Paco. When, as soon as Paco comes out, she says something to Paco in, in Spanish. And Paco is like, Oh, another Flamenca guitarist. Then he comes to me and smiles at me and then signs my guitar. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just, so you know. it was his daughter and uh, did you? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her again. Uh, no, <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. like, <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> if it would have came down to her or the getting the signature, which which path would you have went signature. down? Signature. Yeah, there but, it is. Uh, there, yeah. like, <laughs> spoken like a true guitar player. Totally. That's where is. you and I are going to differ, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fork in the road right there. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wait a minute, let me lock the door so that yeah, girl yeah it's okay. <laughs> we can edit all this too. Yeah, no, no, we pro, can't. No, pros we can't. and cons. <laughs> <He's> done. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, do you have a do you have a favorite um, gig story you'd like to share? Like, is there uh, any moment that sticks out? One or two, you know, and just embellish. Go yeah, ahead. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the the time that I came to to my to my show, and then opened my cases, and there were no guitars in it. Oh. Yeah, and it was like a really really expensive show, like important show. Oh. <laughs> so I went Spinal to Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah, right. That yeah. happened in it. Oh my god. Yeah, jeez. Uh, yeah, it's just exact the same thing, and uh, yeah, that's that's one of the. What'd you do? Uh, How'd you react? Well, um, uh, well I, hold on. What was the show? Uh, it was a it was a corporate show that I, we were playing as a band. And it was in Toronto. It was Turk, one of the Turk and the Hobbits. Or? Uh, no, this was, this was uh, my other band. Uh, okay, we were uh, we were playing flamenco stuff. Okay, and you have to have this specific kind of guitar. Like, right, you can't just take any guitar. Right. So what I did is uh, I I put out like a I messaged six hundred <laughs> friend of mine, and one of them was uh, he lived like twenty minutes away, and the show was in twenty five. So I literally 
went to his uh, house and then the thing was delayed a little bit. I came back with his guitar, this terrible guitar. And Oh, my God. But I managed to... You did it. Played the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, played the show. Yeah. yeah so many. <laughs> any any uh, good memories? Or <laughs> well, no, this doesn't have to be Spinal Tap stuff. <laughs> I, I got yeah. lost underground before I went on stage. I yeah. couldn't find parking, delayed an hour, and then everyone started calling me Axl Rose. <laughs> the Axl Rose of flamenco guitar. So, <laughs> totally. <laughs> there are so many great stories. Uh, one of them, like it doesn't come to me right away because they, with Craig McNair and Derek, with Craig especially, Oh my God, there are so many stories, but I don't really remember a specific one. But one really, really good story in, uh, that was like incredible in my life was uh, I was playing at this resident home, retirement home. Yeah. Um, before Eileen Bond, uh, Leona's mom, passed, uh, Leona, Leona's mom uh, stayed at um, one of the uh, residents in Kitchener. Okay. So she always requested me, and I would always go there and oh, play for awesome. the resident people. Awesome. And I was playing. <clears throat> I was playing this thing, and all of a sudden, Leona Boyd comes in, <gasps> sits right beside Eileen. And oh she's like, my god! Keep going to me, and then because nobody knows who she is. But right? you knew, right? I, of course. I'm yeah. like, oh my god! <laughs> like only if these people have any. Wasn't that idea. Trudeau's girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had the drum. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. but definitely uh, not Fidel. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that true though. That true. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> also, he he. They told us a story about Fidel Castro when he when she performed. Her her mom always shared a lot of stories because they were very wealthy. Yeah. And uh, anyways, Leona Boy comes in and yeah. sits down, and I start playing, and she's just there watches me very carefully i'm like going oh my god i'm just playing a retirement home i usually am very like very relaxed because you don't have to worry about it now i'm like going like trying to impress trying yeah. <laughs> i'm like going all these stuff i'm doing yeah. i'm like sweating myself and lost five fucking pounds in this thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the show she she's like she comes to me she's like you're absolutely into the mic wonderful. into the mic yeah. oh yeah she's yeah. like you're absolutely wonderful you're amazing you're absolutely wonderful bravo and i'm like oh my god thank you wow she's like, like, I could see you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't describe to our listener in Dakota what yeah. you just did, but that's fine. Oh, probably that, heard the rubbing for yeah, through yeah, the yeah. microphone. Anyways. That must have felt great, eh? Getting getting something back from 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 a, yeah. a legend to you, right? Dude, like, it's, yeah. it's inspiration. Like yeah. anything like that is inspirational. Quick quick cut in here, man. Yeah, yeah. That was my first live show I ever saw. My grandma took me center in the square. You are kidding me. Yeah, when I was ten years old and I met her. Like I was I was ten and that was That's a wonderful. year into playing guitar. And my grandma got me a box seat at center in the square. <laughs> and I watched Leona Boyd and she, there was no this is way before loop pedals. There was no loop pedals, nothing going on, and it was a one-person orchestra. Right. And I was like, Whoa. "That's my starting point. This is where I got. This is what I got to get." Like that, that was my first frame of reference to like any guitar. Was Leona Boyd? That's where I started. That was my. Wow. That's the end goal. So what and happened? It still is the end goal. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah. So I, oh, I st <laughs> started smoking dope, listening to Floyd. Things got a lot more Dude, simpler. You, that was at twelve. Guitar player. You're, you're you're one of the most dynamic guitar players I've ever met. Oh, thank yeah. you. Two two people that unbelievably showed respect to uh, Leona Boyd, and when I, once I give these two names, you'll be like, Yeah, hey, there you go. One of them is Chet Atkins. Yeah, wow. and even Chad Atkins is not considered one of the best, but he's still unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Now, the second one is a Canadian. I think one of the most underrated guitar players in the world. Chris Cobert? Lenny Burrow. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Lenny Burrow. Like this guy yeah. is one of the best flamenco guitarists in the world. One of the best jazz guitarists in the world. Lenny Bro, I've got a lot. Uh, actually, the what's that like the essential? Yeah, you know the black and white. The, yeah, the, I've got essential <clears throat> Lenny Bro at home. Yeah, too. me too. I and love he, he, that man. You know, it's just his story is sad, but yeah. Leonard Boyd is. It was these guys' idol. Yeah, like wow. when you think of that, it just like blows my mind. Yeah, and one story when uh, if if I have time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you're good, man. We're yep. good. It's a, it's a, it's a really really good story because. Um, when when I first came to Canada, uh, I had no money, and I, I used to go uh, got get stuff from Salvation Army. Salvation Army was like cheap, and you yeah. lived in Victoria Park for yeah. a brief amount of time. Yeah, correct? yeah, that's yeah. wow, good memory. Yeah, Holy man, crap, we, man, we've talked <laughs> and uh, uh, at the homeless shelter. Yeah, and um, well, I used to I used to dress up from uh, from that, and then I I found this uh, you know those glamorous looking uh, pictures. Uh, this one was Leona Boyd's greatest hits. She's uh, posing on a white horse. Yeah, with this glamorous picture. It's so with so the guitar, stupid looking. <laughs> yeah. The guitar is just yeah. like why? Why would you have a horse and a play guitar on? You'll yeah, die, yeah. man. <laughs> but of course, yeah, uh, it was it was uh, I would. Put it. Uh, I had a Walkman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it yeah. in my, my Walkman, okay, and then I worked at <laughs> I worked at uh, Night Shift at Tim Hortons. While I was mopping the floor, I would listen to it, yeah. Leo Boyd, constantly. And then eighteen uh, eighteen years uh, forward, I, w- I I was playing with her on the stage, and I told this story at the stage, and uh, she she kind of got like teary eyed and all that stuff. It's it's pretty pretty yeah. interesting. Insane. That's my goal. Like imagine. Yeah. From yeah. there. At that moment, if they show me this picture of me playing with Leona Boyd, and then yeah, I, I'm me mopping the floor and then practicing eight hours yeah. a day at home, I wouldn't. I would say that's no way that happened. Well, wow, that's the definition man. of like she inspired you. So oh yeah, isn't the, that the kind of the end goal for everyone here to I, have that totally. same story? Like absolutely, man. Some yeah. guy comes up to you and said, "You got me through like literally the hardest time of your life." Yeah, yeah. You know, isn't that sort of it? Like <laughs> yeah. it, money aside, isn't that why you do it? Yeah, of course, man. So that's probably why she got teary-eyed, man. Everything, man. Every 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 time yeah. someone says something nice to me, that yeah. doesn't go. That doesn't go like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah. It inspires me, and I like yeah. you. You wouldn't believe, but it's kind of the personality I have. I I'm like, okay, to them, that's my limit, so I have to pass that. So I I go home and I practice it for hours yeah. right just on. to get something. You know, and it's just that's I think my motivation. Otherwise. I would probably kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, right? Yeah. Well, and that passion comes through, man. Like, yeah. oh, thanks, you know, man. You, you, you can see it, you can hear it. We're going to hear it later on. Yeah. Um, but- do you want to get a, want to maybe talk quick about uh, Fuego, your last CD, and Absolutely. how that kind of went? And- well, Fuego, literally, we, we started, um, the reason why it, it, it was done so fast is uh, my uncle was coming here. My uh, They were all coming for my CD release in May, uh, la- 2020 may because that's when i was gonna release it but uh because of stupid government they didn't give uh, them the visa so the only day they gave, gave them visa was november so uh-huh. i'm like shit and this is october yeah, yeah. middle oh, of october man. and i was like i gotta make a city so wow. I, I contact daryl i remember this right yeah it i was remember craig crazy yeah, I man remember this. What, what, what was it i don't know the two story. weeks yeah. we made a full city Every single everything is live recording, man. I was there, and Daryl and I were like going at it. And uh, was it Scott that helped us? Scott Lake, I think so. Like a, the the guy in Toronto. No, no, no. Uh, here, 
uh, we we play golf with him. Oh shoot, I forgot his his name. Sometimes it happens to me. Yeah, yeah. For English names, I forget them all the time. He yeah. has a they they have a farm uh, recording studio. Mackenzie. 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 Oh, yes, yeah, Mackenzie, Mackenzie Jordan. Yeah. Mackenzie yeah, yeah. Jordan. So yes. Right on. Yeah. Incredible human being. Yeah. And yeah. then we went and recorded some of the stuff at his, at his place. And literally two weeks, man, we had every single track written, everything wow. uh, played, and some of the songs I was they were half done. Four of the songs in this song in this thing was half done and then connect, uh, connecting the people in, in Toronto my friends who, who played Turkish instruments they're incredibly this one instrument is called Kanun has 106 strings on it and it has microtones in it so you can play every single thing and it has literally on f- uh, 15 of the strings you can play any song in the world because it has microtones in it Jeez. like you know wow. uh, e- e- each has like three sharps in it right. each note It's like you can play any Turkish song with it. So I had them hire, I hired them, and then I hired this, um, one of the world's best clarinet player. He's a Turkish guy. He lives in Toronto now. He's uh, He was my idol back home, and he became my good friend, and he oh, played in my album as well. Man. And I got them all. They came into the studio, in their studio, and they actually donated their times. Oh, man. Holy they, shit. They wow. just like, I, I had no they money knew, in. <laughs> they probably know the rags to riches story, yeah. man. They might have been just seeing themselves in you well i mean i, I love them they love me we that, were just go. good friends yeah, you know because yeah. like, the stories are the same their stories are very that's similar. what i mean they see yeah, themselves you're absolutely in you. right yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you no off. no no that's yeah yeah that that's true and yeah. um they and we got this this thing and thanks to daryl holy crap especially there's yeah. a song called dreams in my uh, in my album i wrote that song for chris lane you know chris lane right? yeah he was a musician sad. friend that's of ours and passed from cancer unfortunately and at the age of 29 young guy and two kids too yeah two kids oh, and man. the kids were born after he passed that's right from oh, the uh, insemination yeah wow. and did you meet chris lane i don't know if i oh, have you would no. have loved him man I, yeah. i did i did once or twice yeah i was right when i was kind of starting like yeah it's full time yeah uh and i know uh jade like craig's partner is was very close to the yeah. whole family and and they do like a yearly Annual, we do, yeah. You're right, we do. you guys all yeah. do the annual yeah. Chris Lane Memorial like yeah. fundraiser kind of. We thing, started right? that, yeah, yeah, back in right. the day, and uh, he, he has a song called Jade. Oh yeah, written Come for on. Jade. Yeah, okay, wow, Come on. yeah, that yeah. was back then. And wow, Craig's got big shoes to fill, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. He he was uh, he was Craig's best friend too. Like, was he? yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, and my bass player, uh, Tom Nagy, is that is that's yeah, how Tom. we got connected. Because Tom is Chris's bass player. I I knew Tom through Dan Beacock. So. Oh Dan, yeah, yeah, yeah Dan so. Beacock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and incredible people, and um, you know Sammy, Sammy Duke, Sammy yeah. Duke played yeah. uh, played on my album as well. Like, cool. And literally, we got all this in two weeks, and wow. we had the album ready, mastered, and go by November. Wow. Like in, yeah. in the like in the beginning of November, everything was done, and and you're ready to perform it. Eh? And CD yeah. release, yeah, yeah. And CD release was a terrible thing because uh, they uh, it was at Knox Presbyterian Church, and okay. unfortunately the sound system broke on us oh. for the last second. So I went home, grabbed the QSC tens, K tens, running 16 people through Q, like through oh. Craig's. I remember that too. Mixer. I remember Craig talking about that. Yeah, I had like. Two mixtures. Jesus Christ, that's so one stressful. One mixture, uh, pe- people going in, out that, and then four people going into the mixer, out that, and then to the main Craig's uh, oh board. God. Oh, wow. And I had to do this in 15 minutes, and oh. I, I got it done. Yep. 
Show must go on, man. Right, must right. go on, man. Because yeah. the guy comes to me in the last 15 minutes of the show, 800 people outside. He goes like, well, we can't get a sound out of the speakers. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's a huge, everything is like every yeah. speaker and it has to work because that's what the sound gives. Yeah, we can't get it working. You might want to cancel the show. Uh, <laughs> cancel the show. Cancel the show. Yeah, my, my family's here from Turkey. We right? got the album done in two weeks. How about you go fuck yourself? Oh, my God. Yeah. He was, he was, he, he didn't mean it. He didn't sure, know, but, but like, like that's your plan B. Dude, cancel didn't we the hire show? you to like fix the, I, there's <laughs> the no poor song. guys was like, a scared that's shit. right i would yeah. be too man Good. yeah he, he was like <laughs> he's like this worked but apparently the 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 band before them did some weird things to it and oh they usually never God. let anyone in, in the in the system and then they uh, they they activated something else and he, the guy had no issue like we had no issues all of a sudden this happened yeah and, oh, fuck, oh, was, what a nightmare uh, wow that's stressful yeah but and the, show, the show went on and yeah, it, yeah i went and got the qscs thank god like i live on princess yeah. and the knox presbyterian is right right literally right, two uh, minutes right away. from the right across from the duke it's that church <laughs> yeah. oh okay it's right yeah. across from the duke thing. yeah i'm like running getting and setting this up and then oh, plugging it in feedback is out of the because all the old turkish instruments they all they don't have they resonate you, yeah they're not piezo pickups oh, they're yeah. all mic pickups right. so oh, six of them Going through that. <gasps> oh, jeez. Getting like, <laughs> oh, dude, and this is you, the life. Was Daryl there? Because Daryl, Daryl, Daryl yeah, was there. If he yeah. was hands on, like he, Daryl's a guy that could. He'd jump in. In a pinch, he could. He'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, let's yeah. fix this. But he or, came later. Oh god, that's why. Yeah. And, but of course I, he did. I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was able to fix it. Yeah. It kind of uh, like it wasn't the sound I wanted because yeah. in, in the sound I wanted like. Certain instruments would come Left from there and, right. and there, and then two of them coming from there. I had that would give the idea, but he did Dreams song. He yeah. changed it from what it was to what it is right now. Right. Oh my God! He just Daryl took the album yeah. to next level cool. in two weeks, guys. He's that two guy. Weeks. He is cool. that. Guy. He's that guy. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Anyone who's listening, Daryl Romf, yeah, uh, <laughs> produced. Well, I've worked with him. I don't know if Jay's worked with him, mm -hmm. but. Who's the producer of Janate's album? And yeah, he's a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone incredible. needs some music that needs producing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a Daryl Romp. Absolutely. Yeah. And Divines were great on Craig's song. Yeah. Craig wrote a song apparently for me while he was in his that speedos Hey in Inferno, Cuba. are you talking about? What's that? Is that Hey Inferno? Santa Maria. Hey Inferno, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we, yeah. yeah, we did that live with that, uh, yeah, Lo Fi. That. With Lo Fi. Right. It became a Lo Fi song, and I became a kind of like a partial band member. <laughs> right? I love yeah. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's a revolving door, man. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. <laughs> That's funny. We were listening to to your album uh, yesterday, and we were doing our thing, and uh, it just started. And Wendy knew like the first note, and she goes, "Oh, she's like, Craig's gonna be singing soon." And then of yeah. course, he comes <laughs> Craig, <laughs> dun, dun, and then she's like, dun, dun, "Ready for the divines?" You know what I mean? And we were in the middle of like so chores cool. and stuff, and so she knew it right away. Yeah. It was a really cute moment. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love them. They're they're very good, and they were very um, very helpful. Yeah, everybody like, and also Rick Hutt. Yeah, also for Cedar did, Tree. Yeah, Cedar yeah. Tree. I recorded yeah. a lot of parts there. Yeah. A lot of them are major parts there. Yeah. Rick Hutt was amazing as well. And yeah. dude, two weeks, man. That's a record, I think. That's a pass. Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we uh, how do we get uh, get a hold of um, either Oceans or Fuego? Um, Ocean is on uh, iTunes and Spotify, everything. I think okay. the, I put that on iTunes in 2006. Okay. It's okay. been there since. Yeah. Yeah. And I I sold about forty thousand albums. Wow. And Whoa. I made nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. The early <laughs> Nothing. days. I have, uh, Welcome yeah. to be me, being a musician yeah. in the yeah. streaming world. That's the reason why I so, said, you know, no more Fuego on the, none of them. No, because so, you can't find it on Spotify, right? Y- yeah. You can't, yeah. Yeah. So, so I put that on, um, just on my website through what? Shopify, actually. Okay. So when we go, www.junate.com. And, and then Junate, how do you spell? J-U-N-E-Y-T. Okay. Dot com. And, okay. Yeah. yeah, go there and uh, and grab both albums. Don't just get one. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, man. I they sound, it. They're so <laughs> good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. What about anything? Um, are you, you, do, you do some stuff with Easy Pour and stuff. Do you got anything kind of lined up for when the the red when we're out of the red zone? Um, uh, I'm gonna go back to again. Um, Easy Pour Tuesdays. Yeah. And uh, Rustico Kitchen every Thursday. Okay. And uh, last Friday of every month at the um, Williams. Uh, sorry. Malt barley, yeah, oh, yeah. and um, Edelweiss again. Our first Saturday of every month, and just going back at the Duke again Mondays. Yeah, you're and doing your your rotation. Jeez, yeah. you've already Thursday, got a, you already got your calendar filled. Eh? Yeah, yeah, Jeez, yeah, I guess I guess we're <laughs> five, step five behind. Regu- eh? yeah. Five regular gigs <laughs> yeah. a week or a month. Yeah. Man. Five, yeah, five. It's been yeah. five regular gigs for thir- no thirteen no seven years. Sorry, seven years, eight uh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. it was a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of the hardest working musicians in the area for okay. sure. If not yeah. the hardest, if not, honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, this this time off, honestly, yeah. guys, I don't. I'm not gonna do that again. Like I'm not gonna yeah. do that. Work. Yeah, like I'm. I'm so happy right now. The um, the thing that keeps pushing, and we'll wrap in a sec. But the thing that keeps pushing on my mind, yeah. Well, the well, we've got musicians in the room. Is is I keep saying this is the big reset. Uh, you know, this You're is right. the, where the bar, we used to go to a bar where they would say, yeah, we pay 300 bucks or we pay X. Um, now's the time that we all can band together as musicians when we approach a club or a bar or even shoot bigger, a theater. And we say, this is what we cost. Not Absolutely, this is man. what we can afford to pay. So this is the, this is the time now more than ever that I, I keep, preaching this to all my friends is don't compromise on stuff it you're absolutely right man it does not matter that we've been in a recession that does not matter when when they're open they're going to be booming oh yeah and they're going to be making hand over fist yeah so i think it's now more than ever it's just the most important time that every musician every artist alike i should say comedians too that this is this is what we cost this is this is the time to do that we're in a renaissance and i think uh we could you know, this is where we can actually have a chance to make a living at it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to always create this union. Yeah, uh, it's a it's called subconscious union. It actually literally subconscious union because yeah. if as musicians we have subconscious union among our, ourselves, right? Which it's a union. We talk to everybody. Everybody yeah. has a certain part, certain yeah. pricing. Yeah. Nobody goes over. Nobody cuts under. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, if you don't if you're not a power like that. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Like if yeah. you if you start man. that, just yeah. tell me yeah. when to sign and what my dues are, and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no dues. It's yeah. free. Yeah, but it's all we all stuck together, man. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. You don't yeah. like you. You had an issue. Remember we were talking about yeah. it? Yeah, some uh, good pizza. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that stuff happened to me. Yeah, and yeah. if I if you knew that that what happened to me, if you knew that back then, you wouldn't have taken that job. Right, but you didn't because. I wasn't sharing that with anybody. I just right. didn't want to damage the company. Right. Yeah. Sh- Give them a bad yeah. reputation. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, it, it, they're damaging other people. They're damaging yeah. us, man, as musicians. Yeah. They're doing I it. Said something. If they're doing it to you, they're probably do- they've probably done it to someone else. Yeah. They're probably going to do it to Craig someone else. Craig did say again. good luck dealing yeah. with them because Jay's been dealing with them the whole time. Yeah. And it's I, told, I told Craig, I was like, you know, you take over 
And Kirk's like, after after dealing with them, he's like, I'm, I'm out of here. And then yeah. Derek started dealing with that. Same with, I'm out of here. Yeah. We all yeah. like got you burn, out of there. You burn a bridge every, they burn a bridge every yeah. turn yeah. to. It's because there's too too many chiefs. Uh, that's maybe politically incorrect. <laughs> but there's uh, too many cooks in the kitchen, let's say. That's it. That's you true. Know, yeah. So, yeah. Right on. All right. Well, will you stick around? We're going to bring Absolutely. on our uh, Weekend would, Warrior. All right. Yeah. One totally, last thing, man. Totally. If anyone wants to reach out to social media, yeah. what's all your handles for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that? Instagram is at Junaid Yetkiner. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't because the- Spell some, it. Just some so, bastard. So it's took, on record. Yeah. Spell that. Some bastard took Junaid. Yeah. So. <laughs> Come on, eh? <laughs> yeah. Sort right. of God. So it's at J-U-N-E-Y-T. Y E T K I N E R is yep. the Instagram and the Instagram. Yeah. And the Facebook is just Junaid Yetkiner, same thing. Yep. First name, last name. That's Are fun. you on Twitter? Uh, yes, at Junaid. Okay. That's the only one That's I have. That's the one, okay. <laughs> so, anyone looking for him, there's there's a social media, and uh, you could get his album on Shopify. Yeah, go right to Junaid.com as well. Junaid.com, there you go. Yeah, my yeah. manager, actually, my, my friend is my really good friend, manager deals. Uh, uh, my uh, with my Twitter account, and also I just want to say it's her name is Melissa. Melissa, it's her her birthday today, so happy, hey, oh, happy birthday, happy Melissa. birthday, Melissa. She yeah. won't hear it for a couple of weeks, but uh, yeah. today <laughs> today for the record is March the fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. It's the pie date. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, three point one four. There you is. go. Yeah, that's that when I moved sense. into my uh, my house. Oh, ah, yeah, there you congratulations. go. So it's your house year anniversary, year anniversary, too. Anniversary. Nice. Okay, coming up, uh, we've got our weekend warrior. And um, yeah, so come stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Jay. I'm, oh, wait, uh, sorry, Jesse. I'm Jesse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was going to uh, go with you on that. Yeah, I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is Kitchen Famous. We'll be right back. <laughs> Today's episode of Kitchen of Famous is brought to you by Peppy's Pizza. If you like dough and sauce and cheese, well, you can get as much of that as you please. A Peppy's Pizza, they make them real good. The best pizza shop in the neighborhood. Well, at least my neighborhood anyway. If you like good pizza, take it from me. The Peppy's Pizza is the place to be. Wet beats. Oh, right down the round tube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back. I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. This is the Kitchener Famous Podcast. And uh, yeah, we, we just had um, Janate Yetkinier yep. on uh, talking about a little bit of his history, his flamenco guitar. Uh, we've actually got another musician uh, today, but he, he also sells... Um, Real estate. He's a real estate guru around here. Yeah. Uh, works for McIntyre Real Estate. Uh, he's been a pal of mine for a while and a pal of Jay's for quite yeah. a while. Isn't he the the rock and roll real estate agent? Oh, we'll ask him. What, yeah. What is it? <laughs> so from McIntyre Real Estate, we got uh, John Knight joining us today. Yes, how's it going? Come on yeah. in. Come, Come on, on in. in. Get cozy. Yeah. yeah. The John Knight in shining armor over here, yeah. eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, John, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about, um, well, first, let's start, let's start with some music. We'll keep it sure, light yeah, and then we'll yeah. get into the... So when did you start playing guitar? What? Um, probably about thirteen. Thirteen, something right there, you know. And uh, my dad was my dad is a musician, and he was a musician in uh, in in England through the sixties and seventies. And so he had a band uh, called the Layabouts in the sixties, and they 
were they opened for the Who and cool. Jeff Tull wow. and Can you get Kinks a little closer and, there, man? Yeah, sort of wow. and all that and all that. And uh, so so, anyways, and, and he ran a couple of folk clubs there as well. So he, he we always had guitars lying around the house and er, guitars, banjos, everything. And uh, yeah, I think the first song I played was like. Uh, Drunken sailor, probably. Yeah. What do we do with a drunken sailor? Dwight sings that on the office. I don't know why I'm yeah. thinking of the office. But Dwight, Dwight sings that at the front yeah. of the, the boat yeah. or whatever. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sorry. You're you're from England too, if I remember. Uh, yeah. So, so where well, were you I was born? I was actually born in Canada. Okay. Um, but what happened is both my parents were English, and I I'm not sure exactly what happened, but my mom came over when she was pregnant. And had me here, and uh, I don't know if that was to for them to Dual naturalize or what. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. yeah, and then we went right back to England. I grew up on a little island called St. Michael's Mount in the south of England. Oh, um, you're, and you're my, a southern boy. Okay. And my dad, yeah, in Cornwall, and my dad was a boat operator and would take people back and forth to this little island and, and there was only about i don't know maybe 10 families that lived on it and there's a castle on the top of it and wow. so as a little kid i would just play like in the rock pools and and just you know be around the ocean but yeah. i suck at swimming yeah yeah because <laughs> you always think there's rocks in the water right my, my dad's we're taught to be afraid of the ocean yeah, yeah. my dad's english too yeah. So he's, but he's from the polar opposite. He's the northeast. Yeah. yeah. He's a Jordy boy. Jordy, We've talked yeah. about this. Yeah, before, we have. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when sure. did you? Uh, so obviously your dad played a big role. When did you come to? When did you guys like make the permanent leap over the pond? Um, nineteen eighty six. A year before I was born. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like nine or ten years old, and then when I came, um, everyone, I had I I had a quite a thick accent, and so I got made fun of a lot, and. Uh, they called me Oliver. Like, Please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, that was in in North Toronto, and and uh, so I got rid of my accent like in six months. I was really, going to say I don't really yeah. fast. I don't really detect much of an accent. No, if obviously, I drink, so. I might, yeah. it might come back. But yeah. Yeah. I got rid of it really, really fast. Huh. Uh, and um, yeah, and and then you know, I I play music. I had my first band. I also called it the Layabouts. Cool. And uh, that was with my brother and and s some of my friends, and we had like a little like a rock and roll band, and we hated all type all all music that was from that era. We hated, so we <laughs> we would just play, you know. Nirvana. Garage kind of rock and whatever. <laughs> nice. yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. I think everybody's first band, honestly, was a punk band. It seems, yeah, I was right? in a punk band. Yeah. yeah. Like my first band, too. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's every musician. Because we yeah. weren't good. We all could only play yeah. three chords. But you wanted to be in a but band. But you had all of the attitude. Yeah. And none of the skill. Yeah. Right? Young, exactly. I call it young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. So, so, and then, and then, what? So, obviously, like, I don't know if 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 you're just tuning in and and you don't know John Knight, he's a fabulous. He's got a band called Soul Stack, but he's a soul singer and he's got rhythm and blues and stuff like that. So, what got you into that? Like, where where did you? Oh, where did well, you transition? Uh, that was when I. When I first started going, like being 15 years old, 16 years old, and going to record stores, and I would buy records sheerly for the cover. Okay. So I so that was a that was kind of a time in um, like the early 90s where records were still 99 cents. You go into a store and you just leaf through it, and I never really cared about buying what was current, so I'd just go buy old records, cool. and I would buy whether it was like a blues record or 
old soul records and I really just like the artwork on the front and I like anything that's like 50s and 60s artwork I'm crazy yeah. for it yeah. so I, I would I'd find something cool and I, and I would just buy it for a dollar and take it home and listen to it and I was totally open-minded to anything yeah. like that you yeah, know you got it. and the first one that I heard that I really like I really it really went straight through me was this one Otis Redding record that i had and i put it on and the first song was like a fast song second song was a fast song and then i got to the third song and it was like this ballad and as soon as i heard it and it start, started doing a little arpeggio i was like oh my god i got it what is that yeah and then i decided i would try my very best to destroy my voice by smoking as much as i could uh, <laughs> to try and get it even close to cool. that because i loved it yeah just very went cool. right through me that's interesting, man. Otis Redding, yeah. Otis Redding. A lot yeah. of everyone kind of starts with the Beatles, but you didn't, eh? And no, I definitely did. <laughs> okay, I definitely okay. love. But those were my dad's records. That's so right. You so you listen to them, and I don't. I wasn't like. Yeah. I didn't um, I, go against them at all. But those were my dad's records, and I the, the other stuff was the stuff that I found myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, I felt like I owned it because I found it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I can dig that. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's great. So, so really, when when music changed for you was probably this this. When did you might meet Mike McDonald? <laughs> Mike <laughs> Mike McDonald used to run a jam yeah. down at Grossman's yeah. in Toronto. I okay. think the first time I went. I, so this time is before. I, hold on. Before you moved to Kitchener, you knew Mike. That that's real. A yep. real question. Oh yeah, it is. I, yeah. Okay. I I I, I knew. I would well, say I knew him. How, I knew off him because yeah. I went down to to his jam and I. I think probably like I didn't get to sing or play the first time no. or two times or whatever. He wouldn't I, let. He wouldn't let. You no, play? he no. was a tyrant. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and don't he, ask but, him for but, a but pick. But that's either. okay because no, that's okay yeah. because because I'm also a tyrant when I'm playing on stage now too. Like because yeah. you got to make sure things are yeah tight and neat. Yeah, yeah you know I'm I still it. friendly, but you know somewhat tyrannical. But but Mike was very much that. Like if he didn't like the look of you, you there was no way you yeah. were gonna play, right? And so yeah, teenage punks walk in. Oh, not playing on my yeah, stage. I was like Fifteen or sixteen, you yeah. know, yeah. like a bowl cut, you know. Desperate yeah. <laughs> yeah. for a change, in. but that's oh, great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, yeah. That's when you kind of met uh, or started to get introduced to some of them Toronto local guys. We we were yes. speaking about Wild yeah. Tea earlier. They they were actually, and I joke about Mike, but they, they were all very supportive. And I, you know, what? we were we were talking on earlier about all of us you know banding together and making sure that we keep the standards high for what we are getting paid and what and the way that we're we're treated as musicians and i think a big part of that as well is the way that we talk to younger musicians that's right because really let's be honest those people are the people that are going to come in and do a 30 dollar or 40 dollar gig yeah and they do, and that's fine. But the thing is that if we talk to them and we say, listen, get your skills up, I'll help you. You need good gear, I'll help you, whatever. Any advice so that they can get to that level where they're getting paid properly, you know? Yeah. And that's all part of it, I think, too. Yeah, we have to. We have to Growing pains, man. Yeah, man. Cause like, Janae, do you mind just getting a little closer there, man? You know, Sorry not to cut you off. It's, no. hard to be, it's hard to be a musician now and it's hard to be a young musician you yeah. know we got to help help them out man yeah, yeah. yeah. that's you know? a great that's it's a great actually harder than ever I'd, I'd say. dude it's impossibly right. hard yeah. right you know it yeah. really is so you know and so if someone says to me hey i've got i need i need a guitar i need whatever take just it. take it man yeah, right you know on. and but treat it with respect because you, you know, only get one yeah. chance you with get this. one chance yeah, yeah. And, and and you know 
I'm sure everyone here has has helped people out, and it feels good. And absolutely, actually, just just the other day, I was doing um, not to make it about me, but I was doing uh, this thing for the record downtown, and Avalon walked by, oh, and she's Avalon. she's someone that I I feel like I kind of want to chat with her and say, yeah, you know, me this too, is, man. Yeah, this is yeah. The, you know this is kind of how the rest of us do it. I'm not talking down to her. I just want to you know just make sure that she's doing it. You know. Mm-hmm. The yeah. right, the right way, the way that we what we're talking about, and I had asked her, "Hey, did you apply for a grant?" And the center in the square right now is actually giving out, uh, yeah, yeah, or not giving out, but uh, you apply for a one thousand dollar grant to finish your album or higher production or whatever. It's uh, they're giving out fourteen of them, and I asked her if she knew about it, and then she hadn't. And then I I went on, I went, I made a note, I uh, to myself, I went home, I found the link and i was like hey just so you know this is exactly what i was talking about you need to be doing this and she's like okay cool i'm applying right now yeah so it's those little things that something maybe like maybe they don't know about but you yeah. do so just plug them in and don't totally don't man. be an asshole about no. it you know? yeah, yeah pass no. pass alone or no that's the torch man, man. that's like, it. yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I teach music lessons guitar lessons and such and honestly some of my favorite moments in music which i never realized before i got into it are are seeing somebody that you've been teaching Me get too. it. They get it yeah. and they play something Thanks. and it's just like Oh man, oh, they're like man. sponges too. Yeah. Right. Like sponges. Especially I wish my brain was even like a quarter <laughs> of as powerful as yeah. a kid's, you know? Yeah. That's great. And it's yeah. it's nice to be that influence too. Because yeah. when you yeah, see that, good. you go, Oh man, like, you know, yeah. if, if I you know what guitar players should I be listening to? And what I tell them is almost, you know, like mm-hmm. religion to them. So what, who you like, no. and then, but it's great to pass along. Yeah, info, oh, for right? Pointing yeah. out yeah. and pointing out some obscure things that they might not just find on a YouTube playlist, yeah. you know, yeah. and saying, Hey, like you should check this band out. Don't yeah. go on their journey. I've had people come back to me and say like, dude, I can't believe that band. I've never even heard yeah, of them. I know. Like I'll, I'll send someone, I'll be like, go check out the meters. Yeah. Right. And they've, ne- yeah. where would you find the meters? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, and then they'll go and dig deep and I'm like, check out these three albums or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of LP? Uh, LP. No. I'm going to, yeah. If you want to be absolutely blown, are you older like, than me though? Or are you giving me advice now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably about child. the same age. I would say. <laughs> I He's handsomer. He's your handsomer. But no, no, no. Wait. What, what year? I, I'm 43. What year you were born? 77. Me too. Really? <gasps> when I was born? Yeah. Star Wars came out the same yeah. day, the day I was born, May wow. 22nd, 77. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm September. I'm older than him. He can give me advice. Yeah, yeah. see your wise. She's one of the guys, one of the persons that, you know, doesn't belong to regular YouTube list, list yeah. but you listen to her, blues. Yeah, okay. But unbelievable. Like, I'm not really? just saying. No, this is LP? Out, LP. Her LP. name is LP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, listen to LP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'll check that out. It's funny. You brought up 86, and you, you said, that's the year before I was born. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I, like, I was like, yeah. I, I, 87, actually, the going the New Year's into 87 is, I would be seven years old, I think, or eight years. Yeah. And that's, that's the first New Year. That's one of my earliest memories of like, oh, my parents are all getting getting yeah. drunk, having a great time at New Year's, and I'm hanging out with all the other family's kids. You know, it's like yeah. 87. Like, oh, yeah. cool, you know? So, yeah, 87. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, appetite for construction. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of Kitchener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so take us then. So um, uh, did someone like Mike or, or Wild T, did anybody take you under their wing, or how did you, how did you go from being like, I just do this Wild's, in my basement yeah. to... 
So, uh, so my brother and I had a band, and uh, actually, the, f- <laughs> the first band I ever joined already had a singer. Uh, but I just kind of like c- cuckolded him out of the band. <laughs> we were just talking about cuckolding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, so sorry, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Hope life is good for you. Now. Hope, In the hope you're watching from afar. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He gave he, up music that next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. And now he's and like, his wife. now yeah. he's now he's like wildly wealthy and happy. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh god, yeah. why was I cursed? Yeah. That scene that could have happened to me, John. Oh, dude, thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for sending me as far away from music as I could. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So anyway, I so I and I was I really wanted to sing more than like I I, lo- I love playing guitar, but I, singing for me was like the number one thing. And so uh, yeah, so my brother and I and uh, and a guy named Bill was playing guitar and uh, Rob was on the drums. It was just like you know two guitars, bass, and drums, which is you know it's all yeah. you need. It's yeah. all you need. Yeah. And so <laughs> our first gig we played we played at the Elma Combo. Wow! Yeah, and wow. Uh, in the middle of my in the middle of my set, this is like the, the third song in. I I took I had a nine volt battery for my pedal, and uh, and I put it in my pocket, and I had a bunch of quarters in my pocket. <laughs> so I'm playing and warming up. I, oh, dude, warming up. Really good. It was, that happened to me too. Yeah, man. Oh <laughs> my god, John was warming up. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. And, he, and John is thinking, "Am I peeing myself?" <laughs> yeah, I say, I say, oh yeah. no! I feel like yeah. Oh my god, he got red hot, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I'm trying to I'm trying to be cool, right? And then you take your pants off, and there's like an imprint of a nine volt battery. In your oh my door. god, man! Yeah, man keep so I've cool. got an Energizer tattoo on my upper thigh. Yeah, now. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah. it keeps going. And yeah. Going. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Oh, that's good. Holy shit. That's like that's that's yeah. funny. It's almost oh. like uh, it's an introduction Lord. to the music business, though, isn't it? Really, yeah. right? You That's try and do something, and you know, yeah. something's well, going to go wrong. Yeah. Always something yeah. go wrong. You know, whether it's it's Janet's story about the PA not working or yeah. whatever. It is, it's man. true. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty. I'd say that's pretty spinal tap, man. That's, that's oh, that it, is. It was. It was <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's as pocket. close to spontaneous <laughs> combustion as I could have gotten. That's so you know. fair enough. Yeah. Chuck Berry's, you know, dance. You could have invented your own. Yeah, it's called the Energizer Bunny. Totally, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. All right, so you, you, you're in Toronto. You're, you're part of the music scene. You're playing El Macamo. What brings you to Kitchener? Um, actually, so when I was around, I guess, 29, uh, so I was with, uh, with my wife at the time, Jan, and, and we, were, we hadn't got married yet, but we knew that we wanted to have a family. Okay. And, uh, and Toronto was just such a, 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 an inhospitable place to have kids really you know because we were in an apartment like ground level apartment one bedroom yeah. paying whatever 1500 bucks and it was every time you park your car you get a ticket like it's hard right there's right. not a lot of parks around where we were and uh so uh so her parents were realtors here in town and uh is she from here originally or yeah was she? yeah yes yeah. yeah. cool. and so we we decided we're like i'm gonna be a realtor and i'm moving to kitchener waterloo and that was it. And I just we just packed everything up and got in a truck and I came here and I started working with them. And they were very experienced in real estate. So in the first year or two, I picked up, you know, five or six years worth of experience just having someone to work with to mentor me in that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm very thankful for that. And yeah, and, and I worked at Remax for ten years. 
Uh, okay. And I've been, wow. I've been in real estate, I guess, 15 years now. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And it's been, oh my God, man, it's up and down like a toilet seat though, I right? Bet, like it's, eh? Jesus. It's, yeah. it's, uh, that's I've, where I want to go with this conversation. Now, yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. These days too. It just, it, they talk about the bubble bursting, but like, what? I don't know, man. You know what? So I had, I had a listing down, uh, I had a listing down in Dune, um, not too long ago, a couple of months ago. And it ended up with uh, it ended up with nineteen offers, and all of them were from people f- from out of town. Really? So yeah. That, every, so that is the truth, then. Eh? It's yep. People coming every, from out of every, town. Every yeah. every agent was from Brampton or Mississauga. Wow. And uh, it, it's different in different areas. Sure. So, but and particularly close to the four hundred one, it's all yeah yeah it's all people from 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 out of town. And I guess because COVID, right? They're they're able to work from home. So like, why do I need to live? Yeah. Like, why do I need to live in Brampton or Mississauga? Like, I can work from home anywhere. It's, it's a very yeah. touchy subject for me, too, because um, when I'm seeing all these condos being built up, it's immense everywhere. It's, like, coming up like a, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like fungus everywhere. Yeah. They're t- turning all this area into, like, um, what do you call um, con- Concrete forests. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. 30% yeah. of them are empty. Yeah. 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 Well, I, 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 you know, and it's funny because actually that house that I sold that was in Dune, I then saw that come up for rent. So it wasn't even somebody that was actually living in it. It was just somebody that bought it as an investment, speculative, and putting it up for rent and getting like you know twenty five hundred bucks for a townhouse. I get, I get uh, offers every single, and this is not a word of lie. Every single day, I get offers. Oh yeah. I bought it four years ago, four twenty. Yeah, and good yeah. Luck probably six seventy five now, right? At yeah. least, yeah. yeah. They're offering yeah. seven, eight. Yeah, and you see, I don't know if you guys go on Facebook, but they have all these. They have all these ads now where it's like, oh, I sent. You I want to buy. I, I sent you one. Yeah, it's. They have one what where is it's it? like, I'll buy your house in any condition, yeah. and uh, these people are like, I don't know. They're they're they're. I think that there must have been some sort of sales conference on how to obtain properties for cheaper. But all these people are running like bus ads, and and they're like, we'll buy your house. You no need for to pay commissions and then they come in and they offer like 80 or a hundred thousand bucks under what it would sell for oh yeah. is that Scoop what's going on there oh. put some yeah they'll either keep it as a rental hold it for a while or they'll put some they sound like rats on. man that, that Dude, sounds, yeah. that's yeah. that's the people going behind our backs and undercutting it's taking undercutting advantage. our gigs. That's exactly that's exactly what what it it's per- taking advantage yeah. of uh, to me, it's taking advantage of older people yeah. that are afraid during COVID of having open houses. They're afraid that they're going to have to get their carpet steam cleaned and that's going to be difficult. And ultimately, they're they're getting like they're losing eighty or a hundred thousand dollars. And you know what? Uh, you know what the thing is is I tell you what's been the biggest obstacle for you know first time buyers. I w- I work with people across a whole wide gamut. So I'll, I'll, sometimes it's $2 million luxury properties and they're on their fifth house. Sometimes it's people like just starting out, right? We talked. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, but the problem is, is that people locally, they have their barometer set differently. So they look at a house and they don't want to spend 700,000 for a house that last year was 529. Right. And right. At, and even at 529 seemed like a lot. That's a $3,000 mortgage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. and and so what hap- what's happening is though people from the GTA they they sell their house and they sell some tiny little place for a million too. So they come out here and they look at it and they go seven eighty nine. That's fine with me. Right. Yeah. Eight fifty. That's I. You mean I get to keep three hundred grand and have a bigger house than I had before? Right. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And then so they go and throw in these offers and there's places that have sold like, you know, they're up up in my in my hood. There was one it was like 
you know, listed at eight hundred, sold for a million three, like wow. four and five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, five hundred thousand wow. over. Are you right? kidding? And it was a teardown. So there's there's a lot of that's it's um, it's difficult at the moment. Do you I think th- that it's going to break though? Yeah, it's- I think. Well, here's what I think: it's driven by it's driven by a lack of supply because people are are afraid. Because what happens is they don't want to buy another house because they're not sure they, what they can get for theirs. So that's they don't right. make the move. Yeah. So it's driven by that. It's driven by people coming from the GTA. Like I said, their barometers set differently for what they're willing to pay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and it's and it's driven by just the fact that there's there's no listings. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen is people are going to see the prices. They're going to start putting their houses up, and some of them will get sold and absorbed. Some of them will sit if they're overpriced, and then eventually, instead of the prices going up, 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 they'll stay stable. Because hmm. right now. They the average price went up ninety grand in one month. Yeah, in one 90, month, in one ninety month, yeah. grand in one month. My house, it was uh, four uh, three years ago was four twenty. Yeah, and now they're offering me eight. Yeah, you've like doubled double. in four years. That's yeah. a, I will that's never an sell amazing it, no, yeah. It's, it's, I, I just, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to be out of the market, but but yeah. It's so yeah. I, I think what's going to happen is it just it's like COVID screwed everything up, and I think we need to just chill for a little while and get things back to where we have a reasonable amount of supply, yeah. a fair amount of demand. People aren't desperate to move here. They're considering as an option, but they're not like yeah. Yeah. willing to pay whatever. Yeah. But did you did you know that 2019 and 2020, Waterloo had the most migration ever happened in North America? Really? really? I didn't know it was in North America. Five wow. years? Yeah, it's 50, been... Sorry, four years or three years? 50,000 so people. There's, there's yeah. a wow. little part of the problem of these, this inflation right there. That's yeah. it. If not the biggest part. Yeah. But uh, come on, Matt. Like, we're, we're dealing with big tech. We're dealing with young Toronto money. Yeah. And it's driving... Like I don't want to live in Kitchener or Waterloo anymore because I'm, I'm, uh, for, I'm gonna be a first time buyer in the next. Well, f- hopefully the next year, and I've talked. Thankfully, John uh, has been helping me when when he can, and that's what he does, and that's right? what he does. That's yeah. what he that's what he's there for. My question is, man, uh, big question actually is I see a lot of different. Um, and, and this isn't a knock to you, but I see a lot of different. Um, you know, uh, agents. No, no. I, I, I see a lot of different, uh, uh, professions that have salary caps and what's the deal here, man? Like why, why is it legal to, to bid, start a bidding war at 300,000 over asking price? How is that legal? But LeBron James can't make blah, 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 or X amount of money. And, and this, I, I'm not, I'm not, maybe it's, it's a totally different thing, but it's comparing apples to oranges, but do you think that that would be a fair as having a, a cap on on a bidding war that you can't ask a certain percentage over asking price? Here's the thing. So I, I completely understand that uh, that issue because coming from the perspective of someone that's trying to buy a property, it's extremely exasperating. Yeah. More than 50% of my business is representing buyers. So as much as it's nice for me to have a listing and have 19 offers on it and, you know, I also am on the other end where I'm with the buyer and I've shown them 30 houses and those people are crying because it's the eighth time they've lost it, right? Yeah. And you don't make money on showing houses. Here's the thing. So when I work for the seller, 
I'm working solely in the seller's interest. So what that means is that I don't put my sold sign up, I don't put my for sale sign up and then the first person comes in with an offer and I'm obligated to take it. My entire purpose is to get them as much money as I can because mm. that's my job. And so right. what happens is I have strategies specifically designed to do that. And uh, so I will put, I'll put the listing up. The listing is, is uh, seven days on the market and then we'll review offers on such and such a date so everyone from out of town can see it. Uh, we do as much online marketing as we can so that people, if they're afraid of going out because of COVID or they're stuck at home, they can see it. We go, and then it comes down to the day and I, I personally refuse to represent the buyer and the seller at the same time. Because yeah. I don't feel like it's Are there in, people that do that? Yeah, it's still... It's, it's dual legal? representation, see, still legal. Oh, okay. See, that's, that's where have, I think that, sh that should be drawn the line. Well, the thing is, is that we still have uh, we still have a lot of rules around it. Okay. So, okay. so in, a, in a multiple offer situation, what happens is I can't disclose to anybody what the highest price is. I can't... All I can tell them is basically how many offers there are. Hmm. So okay. I say, there's 19 offers. We're dealing with them at 6 p.m. Bring your best. Yeah. And then when 6 p.m. comes and 18 other people have lost out, believe me, people will yell at me and people will get angry. Yeah. But it's you got to play it fair, and it's like it's it's like eBay. You can't be mad if you lose something on eBay. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Yeah, because on thing. on eBay you can get you can go and, and get it at the last second, and I that's to me. Eh, yeah, I don't like that. And this, it's not the last second because you don't know. You still have an hour. Yeah, you don't know. You yeah. still have an hour or an hour and a half. To bring your best foot forward, you don't know what the highest price That's is. That's right. It's blind. But one right? thing, uh, one thing, John. I think your to your point, um, it's it's a very valid point. Yeah. What Alberta did because of the when the oil prices cr uh, went up, they said that you have to be a resident of the place or the region for seven years in order to buy a house. Wow. The minute mm -hmm. you make that, then you actually do exactly what you're saying. Fair because. A lot of people, a lot of kids go yeah. to the university. A lot like you and me, we're we belong to this city for years. Yeah, I've been here my whole life. And, and why I can't why get someone, a mortgage? Yeah, some Joe Blow from like Toronto yeah, or yeah. Uh, Alberta who makes more money yeah. than me comes in all of a sudden sits on yeah. my right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And another issue, I think, what said the immigrant do, to the guy that was born here. Exactly, too, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying that as a knock. That's, no, 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 that's, no, that's just, true. Though. That's fucking hilarious. You yeah. know? Yeah, like you can. Yeah. Anyways, another issue is like condo prices. Right. Like when you have a condo price two thousand dollars a month dude yeah. make it so that it is it depends on government has to put put a law says that whatever you're making this percentage of your in income is going to be yeah monitored and go to the rent that's it right yeah you yeah. can't just say two thousand dollars and then all only people make money is developers nobody mm -hmm. makes money yeah. Yeah. yeah i guess the thing the thing though is that there's always different perspectives yeah so what happens is we're looking at your. You have the perspective of the buyer. Yeah. And but if you owned a property and you knew that you could get a million bucks for it, and you knew My that dad's the in next that exact and spot. you knew that the next property you had to buy was going to be a million three because of the same yep. inflation. inflation. You're going to be looking at it like I got to get it as much as I can for this. Oh, place. absolutely. Because yeah. I, you know what I mean. And that's so gouging, that's gouging, though, man. Like uh, it, it, it's tough. It, and that, I've I heard the story about you know a family that that took the. Uh, they took the low, lower bid because the story of who I, the person was yeah. is was valuable, and I guess they didn't have financial issues or whatever, yeah. and, and so they took that. Whenever we bring an offer for a buyer, I always prepare a letter 
for the sellers, basically saying, this is the person, you know, or a lot of times I'll actually get the buyer to do it, include a couple of photos. Oh, so that's that, nice. So that if it ends up being, okay, if it's over 20,000 bucks, you don't stand a chance. But if it's right. over three grand or four grand or five grand and they say, this is a young family, we were in that situation Hopefully the sellers consider that. And I've Play had many times, I've had many times where someone will take an offer, it's $10,000 lower wow. because they like the person and because they love their house and yeah. they want their house to go to the right person. Are, and what's that amount of money? It's neither here nor there yeah. over the long term. That's, so are you, you know? the only guy that's doing that or is no, that a pe regular no, trade? People, people do do it. I'd yeah. say if I get 10 offers, I might get three of them, you know? Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, and I've had it that works in a lot of different situations. I had one I had one client that wanted to buy a place and um they had a, they had a daughter with some developmental challenges and the condo corporation wouldn't allow them to have this second dog and uh, and so we wrote that letter and the condo corporation was like, "Yeah, okay, you can keep the second dog because it was the daughter's dog." You right. know. And wow. so you can get things done that way, you know, but There you go. Yeah. That's a, that's awesome. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep in mind, like, you know, it's still, it's still person to person. You're still family yeah. to family. Totally. Right. And pe yeah. that, that matters to people. Oh, Cause I mean, I drive by, it's funny. I grew up in Guelph and I'll drive by my old house and I'll, I remember that house. If I go past it on that street and I think to myself, I wonder who's in that house. You I, know what I, I want mean? I always want to see what's going on in my old. So it, I always want totally, to. man. So you're you're right. I mean, it if matters you're who you're house, gonna who you're yeah. gonna sell that house to because that kind of matters. If you're buying if you're buying a house from an older couple, they're yeah. seventy eight years old, and, and they bought that house for like twelve grand, right? And yeah. they're getting eight fifty for it, right? <laughs> they don't care nearly as much. Yeah, if there's a twenty grand difference, they want to know right? that someone's going to take care of their garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. You know That's what I true. mean? Yeah. They want to know that it's not just going to turn into a student rental or whatever, right? You know, because yeah. they because they also value their neighbors, and so they want to make sure they're getting well, they the right person. Literally in their house. a lifetime developing those relationships. Totally. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, literally so, a lifetime. Yeah. Excellent. So, so do you have any advice then for uh, a guy like Jesse or anybody that's that's kind of um, coming pray. into the market? Pray. Lots of prayer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fuck yeah. you. Get on <laughs> yeah. your knees. Yeah. 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 Um, Would you suggest mortgage brokers? Uh, I, I often use mortgage brokers. I often use the bank. I, I, in my opinion, you just go where the rate is good. I was and, talking for for Jesse because when I was I was I mean. Uh -huh. I'm a self-employed as well. Yeah, you know, and uh, when you're self-employed, it's almost impossible. It's tough to get. Yeah, yeah. And well, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm employed now because of the ah. pandemic. Um, and I my my intent isn't to stay that way, Jim. If you're listening, sorry, but yeah. my intent is to fully go back to doing what I love uh, doing. Um, but when that happens, would you be able to get a mortgage from a bank? Yeah, um, we have a lot of money to put down. Uh, we're in a we're in a situation. Of inheritance, so gotcha. Um, my dad's actually trying to help us out quite a bit too, not to get too personal, but um, he's trying. He, he's had his house evaluated and and um, assessed, and he's looking at a good chunk of change. And he said he would help put some money down too. But I, I also don't. <laughs> my big argument to this whole thing is everyone's bitching about the prices around here. Well, that's because we're looking around here. There, there are places we can move. 
within an hour of here that are it's completely different the oh, yeah. situation like look in look at woodstock for example yeah here is just an extension of toronto this is just the furthest arm stretched out of toronto that's the way i see it we're basically going to be part of the gta at some point in my yeah. lifetime yeah so if we if we stop thinking like that and we start looking at places a little more south yeah. woodstock um you know, are they uh, cheaper? Brant, Brantford. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. sold a bunch of places in Woodstock. In fact, I actually worked on a home, a new home project in what Woodstock. What was the price range like? If you well, when I was, I won't tell you because it's going to make me seem old. But yeah. we were selling brand new homes for two fifty nine. Yeah, wow. but but now now you can go and get like there's there's all kinds of places in it's the, a little more the, reasonable. There's mo- there's places in the sixes and sevens where whereas here you wouldn't get a single detached house for holy wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's good, and it's right on the highway, right? Like, Saint you Thomas sit down. Yeah. And, you know, you go to a place like, you, you know, Paris or any of these places that. that are just out, like, out of town. For a musician, it doesn't really matter, man. You get in yeah. your car, it's it's your quiet time on the way to the gig, yeah. right? You yeah. know, who cares? You buy, get a car that doesn't chew through so much gas and you're good, right? Yeah. You see my car, right? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Smart car. I have a oh, yeah, I have oh, a go kart on LSD. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen when people take those and they put a high abuse uh, motorcycle engine in them and it like goes to like eighteen thousand RPMs? Have you seen the electric one? <laughs> no. They they put a Tesla motor in it. It goes zero to um, hundred in uh, two seconds. Oh yeah. You just flies yeah. so now they're going to talk about cars one listener in south dakota if you're still listening oh, they're going to stop cars you know i'm a car nut know, me too i, I am a car nut i have Are a you? model uh, you know car model i have a model collection that you would not dream in your life oh really 750 of them oh, oh god jeez <laughs> oh my god every car you can imagine john has GTO. real cars <laughs> <laughs> i do it's but your, i, I have a weird collection. relationship with cars because i uh like i have a 70 uh i have a 77 rolls royce and that uh, and uh, but the thing is, uh, working on them, I in the in my mind, I think about working on them, and I, I get all excited, and then I start doing it, and I cut my hand, and I burn myself, and I break my toe, and I'm just like, I'm man crying. Do you know what ma- you know? Man crying. Oh, yeah. Man crying is like when in. you cry, but you, the tears don't come out, so it goes like, <laughs> like that. Just like, oh god, yeah, man crying. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. It's thing. Yeah, man. And, and then I go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just. Gonna take this up to my buddy, and he's gonna do the work for me because I enjoy driving them and cleaning them and yeah, looking at them. But oh god, I had a Mercedes I, TDI. Oh yeah, three hundred nineteen eighty seven. I was yeah. a second owner. Five million miles on it, probably right. My mine had uh, <laughs> seven hundred eighty thousand miles on. Oh, of course it did. And yes. yeah, it the was. Germans it was a tank. know how to make long oh, Germans in the, and the diesel and the one. Yeah, yeah, it was diesel. Oh yeah, yeah. I had one station of those wagon. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, I was the second owner, and I still had the sales uh, thing. It was seventy-seven thousand. Yeah. The New? sales. Wow. Yeah. In nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. That was. It's What's that worth now wow. if it's in good condition? I, I, I bought it for fifteen hundred, and it was perfect. Everything worked. AC works. First one, yeah. First one with the moving everything like insanely. When you close the door, if you couldn't close it, it. Shuts it itself. It yeah. pulls it. Itself. I had a oh, wow. I had eighty seven four twenty SEL and I but oh, and I dro- SEL yeah oh, and I drove 4. it. 2. I drove it on the Gardner Expressway one hundred eighty seven kilometers an hour <laughs> over the Humber Hump and got air and then I pulled <laughs> into air. and then I got, I pulled into a gas station 
and the guy who changed the oil previously didn't put the oil plug in properly. Oh my God. And it had drained all of the oil out while oh. I was driving on the gardener. And so I, then I filled it up with oil and it was nothing but clouds of blue smoke everywhere. That's <laughs> insane, So I cooked dude. the engine. I cooked the engine. <laughs> oh, no. It was absolutely mint. That's a V8, right? Yep. V8 4.2 liter. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely immaculate dude. car toast. I love that car. I man. was 19. So oh I God. think since we've Gas lost customer. all of our listeners at this point. Uh, <laughs> well, well, no, it's I'm just kidding. But on, on, but on the, the collection uh, idea, and, and we're musicians, so we asked you earlier, how many guitars do you own, Janae? 55. And how many how many you got, John? 56. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Price is right. About, Price is right. About, <laughs> um, I don't know, about 60 or so. Yeah, they come and go, right? So what yeah. happens is I'll... I, I what I've tried to do is get it down to the point where I just have guitars I really love, and you're probably the same way. Oh, There's yeah. ones we haven't even cracked the case, and and you just you've, they're fun, they just take up space. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I want to get there. Like, yeah. He's actually. My life. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have I, I, and I've given some like so I've given some away. Like like we've said when young people have sort of been like, hey, I uh, need a guitar. <laughs> uh, you know, take this one. You know? Yeah, right on. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, the guitars that uh, I do you have do that with houses by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, man. Yeah. Uh, I wish I honestly, could. Honestly, I, I need one. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I'm a young guy. Yeah, I'm uh, a young guy. I'm an up and coming homeowner. You know what you should do, Jesse? Yeah. You should. You know the uh, the picture that you have with the baby over there? Yeah. Put that. In the oh, beginning that's of the letter. The that's true. Oh, that's yeah, the, man. That's the seller. We're going to, Jesse, when it comes time, we're going to put together a letter <laughs> of the likes of which have never been seen. So and sympathetic. people will be sobbing. <laughs> they will be sobbing when they see it. They'll just leave Honestly, the, I'm in. They'll leave the I'm house in. and they'll just take it. Just take it. Yeah, just, yeah. it's yours. Just Here's the keys. It. Just yeah. take it. I come out in a wheelchair. <laughs> Hodgkins. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris, Christiane's limping. Yeah, yeah, she's she's got a broken leg. Yeah. Uh, the baby's limping because we taught it to limp. Yeah, that's so Michael. You know, <laughs> what a stupid it. bit. Like <laughs> so dumb. We taught it to limp. Yeah, we yeah. taught Nash how to limp yeah. so he could get a house. <laughs> and, you, and yeah, the night of the offers, you just you keep walking back and forth on the street. <laughs> Can we come on the in sidewalk? Yeah, they're they're look, looking out the window and oh my god, they're that, crying. Yeah, that's so Michael Scott. Like yeah, right there. yeah, that is absolutely. All right. So uh, any anyone listening, um, John Knight was our uh, our weekend warrior guest, and he's a real estate. He works for McIntyre Real Estate. Uh, John, how can people listening get a hold of you if they're like myself? How can they get a hold of you to? Uh, uh, just uh, you can find me on my Facebook page. It's just is uh, the realtor with soul. Yeah, <laughs> hold on, it's corny. It's Actually, corny hold on. but it works. Side Avenue here. One more side Avenue, but it works. What do you What do you That's think weird. of these? It's almost a bit for me, but what do you think of the real estate guys? I don't the like fucking, realtors at all. What making no. the music videos now? They're making music. Oh, vi- okay, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, man. No, no. I mean, I I don't want to take anything away from the uh, you know. It's I, fucking. I don't mind those realtors. I do <laughs> though. You know what? I do mind that. I don't want to look at that, dude. Man. They're the not I, musicians. I don't Pick like a lane. The, I don't like the big. I don't like the big haired ladies. <laughs> I'm not big on the big haired ladies. Do you know what I mean? And. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, I don't know. I work in that re- Remax office I worked in. I, it's not a place you, I would like hang the honey out. honeybee here, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not a place I would really want to hang out. Like that, they're yeah, you know yeah. they're. I understand they're all trying to. But they, they're, they're trying to do. There's so, too much ego in it. I don't th- like that's, it. That's it, man. They're trying like to pick it. a fucking lane, man. Like yeah, dude, that. Like that it. isn't your job. No. Your job isn't to make music videos. Your job is to sell. You know what I don't want to see? A guy trying. I want to. I want to talk to you no, because yeah. you're not a guy who really is trying. That to me is just like, dude. It's like buying a fucking used car from a used car salesman. Yeah. Like no, you, yeah. you're trying to relate to me on a level you can't mm-hmm. possibly relate to me. So stop. Stop. All realtors listening to this, stop making music videos to try to sell me <laughs> to come to you to buy a house. Like, but stop. it's interesting. They, you know, it's it, like every like the, avenue is okay. But but, like, but the fly, you know, the flies follow the shit, right? So we've we've got a thing going here in, on in Kitchener Waterloo where houses are like that. People are trying to get noticed, right, John? Like it, they're, it is. They're like, trying to say, but yeah. I I can see through it. That's all I'm saying. I I uh, know what they're trying to do. You are just trying to get noticed. I just yeah. don't trust people like that. Just I wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like, "Hey, cool music video. Hey, can I buy a house?" I'm yeah. sorry. I, I just think it's a dumb idea. Okay, but can I, we go back to the realtor with soul? Yes. Yeah. Did I, you I make any? Uh, did I you make any music videos, dude? It came with a real realtor with heart. <laughs> oh, the realtor with heart. Lady. Oh yeah. yeah. What's yours? Well, I'd rather have soul than heart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Realtor with heart or soul? No soul. So realtor with art, <laughs> get a lot of black market. Authors. I mean, he means well. <laughs> realtor with hearts. He's got yeah, a lot of hearts. Realtor with hearts. You, that's what it's I felt. Like a, like it, a, it, 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 that's what suggested yeah. me. This big haired lady. It's a realtor, realtor with soul. With soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God. You can. You know. You can find me under. It's yeah. It's under Jonathan Knight. And uh, yeah. He'll treat and, you good. And, I know because he's already Knight, starting to work for for me personally. Johnknight.ca is the website. Although you know. Those don't get used as much now. It, it is videos. all social media. I think that's a yeah. big part of the whole thing I'm talking about is like yeah. anything to get views on you, which yeah. I, I think that's more what I have an issue with. But. So let's yeah. talk about your uh, TikTok dance, John. Yeah. <laughs> that viral. Dude, I'm not good at dancing. I, I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. In fact, that's one of the We're reasons why white. I started playing the guitar. Yeah, you know, because it was like I just felt so awkward dancing. I still do. It, it is. <laughs> if awkward I'm dancing to watch. somewhere, and I, oh, thanks. If I'm dancing somewhere and there's a mirror, and I accidentally catch myself in the mirror, <laughs> I feel like that just completely just destroys. I, I often, all your self confidence, dude. Yeah. I, I, you know what I think about when I see a room full of people dancing? I think, what if I was deaf? Like, what if I was deaf? And what what am I looking at right now? Do you know how stupid these people look? I think that too, honestly. Do you know, yeah, like, like what that, if I yeah. couldn't hear the music? Yeah. And what do these people look like? It's just like men trying, yeah. like, and uh, women uh-huh. trying. Yeah. You know, it's you ever, a lot of people trying at the same time. Mm-hmm. You ever see a, a video of like, and then they try to look hot. Mm-hmm. You ever see a video where they have the, like, you wear headphones and you're all oh, yeah. listening oh, to the same the, music, but the silent concerts. The si- yeah. So, yeah. but if you do this, it's exactly <laughs> what you're saying. It's just and, a bunch of feet. And also <coughs> on the ground, the breathing. Right? The breathing. Have you watched the silent music videos yet? Like dancing in the street yeah. with uh, Mick Jagger and David oh, Bowie. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I where it's seen. just like you can hear them running around. Yeah, that is the funniest. Yeah, see, that's what I think of when I see dancing, and it's just like, no, no, I don't need to do that. 
I'll stand no. at the bar and yeah. drink my drink. I that's, how, that's how I feel though. Like if I'm singing and I, and I put my guitar down, I'll sing. I'll sing Naked. like uh, Solomon Burke, like "Cry to Me," and yeah. I put my guitar down and I do. I feel like I'm taking. I've taken my clothes off in front of yep. a woman for the first time, and yep. I'm just like, uh, "Is this all right?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I know what I'm doing? Do you know what I'm doing? I don't know. <laughs> no, one's, no one's thrown up yet, so. <laughs> but she's about to. <laughs> all right. Brother, so you're obviously in uh, Kitchener Waterloo, right? Yeah, I so I, I I work in real estate, so in Kitchener Waterloo, Cambridge, uh, Guelph, all around, you know, out to Woodstock, whatever. We can I can sell real estate anywhere in Ontario, and, right? And uh, and so yeah, just you know, whatever. If everyone anyone wants to chat, just shoot me a message, and you know, perfect. That's, awesome. that's all. That's how it starts. Right? Awesome. So, um, you gonna play us a tune, Janate, uh, at some point? Sure. We'll take a break, and then we'll maybe get break. you set up. Yep. Yeah. Completely forgot okay. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got lost in conversation. He's That's got the whole point. Fingers right? still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's afternoon now. Is oh, it? afternoon. Yeah. It's got to so be. Anyone listening? Um, our weekend? No, not our weekend. Where our third? Where? Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesse. <laughs> Our third wheel was Junate Yetkiner. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And our weekend warrior, John Knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, the realtor we're going to come soul. back. Yeah, realtor with soul. Yeah. We're going to come back. Junate's going to play a little bit for us. Uh, but until we come back, uh, I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is Kitchener Famous, and we'll be right back. Yeah. This week's episode of Kitchen of Famous is brought to you by Sleep Country Canada. When you need a good bed to lay down your head, because the world's got you tied on your feet. Well, brother, I know the place you can go to fill your mattress needs. Sleep Country Canada. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? Is that a dick in your throat? Oh, oh or you just have to Okay, welcome back, everybody. I am Jesse. Uh, I'm trying to be Jay. Yeah, he's trying his hardest. And this is Kitchener Famous. Um, right. We're wrapping up the show right now. We got uh, Janet Yetkiner. And um, he's been gracious enough to bring his guitar and his setup along with him to uh, play play a tune from his most recent album. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. Uh, I mean, we've had such a great episode already. We had John Knight, the uh, real estate agent with soul. Yeah. yeah. Heartstack, I think. Yeah. The band is, name of the band. is that what we ended up coming Heart, up with? Heartstack is the name of his band. Soulstack. Heartstack. <laughs> Heartstack. <laughs> he's got a lot of heart, that hard, kid. Hardstack. Hardstack. <laughs> Soft stack. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Isn't there a pill for that? John Knight soft soft stack. <laughs> That's when he's like eighty and touring still. <laughs> soft stack. Oh god. Oh, oh we're fucking idiots. Man. Sorry, John. That would be perfect commercial <laughs> for Cialis. Yeah. Yes. John Knight soft stack. And the band is soft yeah, soft stack. Soft stack. That Watched tiny blue pill. <laughs> Turns it from soft into a stack. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is how they oh used to be. God, this is horrible, man. Oh, that, was, what, this is the worst intro yeah. we've ever done. We, I think this is like we, goes down in history as the worst. Wow. I, I don't I'm think sure we could have fucked around more. I'm sure we could get lower. Yeah, I'm we sure could. we could. Yeah, we could get a little bluer. But you dare we, us? Yeah, 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 we could get a little bluer, but then we might end up in a pill to fix soul yeah. in the soft stack. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's keep rolling then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, catch John Knight. We we appreciate him being here too. And uh, of course, Janate. We fucking love having you, brother. Thanks, Thanks for so doing this, brother. man. And uh, can I request the coup from your new one, um, Fuego? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Awesome. You got you got a little tale for us about this one. Absolutely. You? Um, well, the coup means you know military coup basically when the military takes over the government. And um, yeah. in uh, 2016, fifteenth uh, of uh, July. There was a huge um, staged coup by the Erdogan, the dictator we have right now in Turkey. He's he's a horrible human being because he basically puts uh, every uh, open-minded journalist and like, if you think of uh, Mother Mother Theresa, yeah. Trump is Mother Theresa compared to this guy. Oh my like, god! Oh my you know, god that's really? yeah, but he did the point. same thing with the press. He, everything was fake. Totally. You know? Yeah. yeah. But ninety. He owns ninety percent, and he's a billionaire. He's actually a billionaire, Jesus and Christ. there's so much, so much uh, people hurt from him. He actually has two of my journalist friends in jail because of him. Um, oh, my God. Nobody knows what's happening with them. Tortures and everything. Can oh Mafia is taking For fuck's sakes. Yeah. Really? So this is another political song that I wrote. It's it's I can't, um, because it's, it's Turkish lyrics, people wouldn't understand. So I write songs that has sort, sort of like a... I chose those two, especially because of the climate right now we're going through. And especially, slowly, they're, they're taking those uh, stupid idiots out one by one. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. you know. Yeah. And fingers crossed. Yeah, his his yeah, fingers crossed. His his end is coming soon. I, I'm hoping so. That's why I I decided to choose this song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. can't right. wait to hear it, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank so you. so this is the coup off of uh, Janice's last uh, latest album, Fuego. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> e minor. Man. That's the E minor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny. Just here's guitar player guy coming out, you know, like I, I, I you think as a guitar player, you don't want to like show everybody everything you got like you know you know what i mean jesse like when oh, you're yeah. up it's like okay you're at a blue just a jam and it's like all right take a solo you don't want to show them everything you got wow. but honestly man like you maybe you you just have such a long list of stuff you got but like you do stuff in a way that is so tasteful that like you're not even showing us everything you got but the things you do is like everything that's all i have Everything you just did right there, it's like, I can't think of any other tricks I've got. I I don't even have it. Honestly, right? And it's like, but me, and I'm trying because it's the the extent of my, uh, how good I am. Dude, that was beautiful. And again, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Every note, man. Right on. I think John McKinley taught me that kind of like, you know, definitely had to save some stuff. Yeah, right. totally, totally. Right? Yeah. Totally, yeah. Don't give him everything you nope. got, right? You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys want to hear me play Sultan's a Swing? Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> can I do Brown Eyed Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, can you shoot That's me That's about now? the extent <laughs> of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Again, uh, Janae, what a pleasure it was having you, brother. Thank pleasure you for doing man. this for us, man. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Thank guys. you. Yeah, we'll have you back, man. That was, I love yeah, that. that. Thank you. W- you. You guys are like my favorite people anyway. So. Oh, yeah. thank you. Ah. Thank you very nice. Thank you very Nice. <laughs> so it's www.jenate.com. Jenate.com. Yeah. And uh, the, the Twitter handle is at Jenate. At Jenate. Yeah. And uh, actually, I have them all on my website as well. And Jenate, at Jenate Yetkiner is my uh, Instagram. The uh, Instagram. Yeah. The, the, the Instagram and, and the, the Facebook. Facebook is the same. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. the Instagram in okay, your Facebook. Okay, Boomer. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think you got to take your pills and go home and have a nap. It's been I, an afternoon. I yeah. haven't seen a racist stuff yet. <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. No. Okay. Well, we'll uh, take care of that soft stack. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> For everything else, there's C. Ellis. Yeah. C. Ellis. Yeah. Again. So, so we're at, uh, let's do our own. Then oh, we'll that's right. Yeah, Kitchener so Famous. Uh, KitchenerFamous.ca is the website where you can find all the links to the social media stuff. That's right. Uh, we've got our merch up there, too. Uh, if you type in Kitchener Famous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you're, we'll, you'll see our logo. We're too idiot cartoon <laughs> characters <laughs> i almost said a bad word there but two idiot cartoon yeah. characters uh giving a thumbs up yeah yeah and look for us and, and spread the word spread the word for us please and thank you and thank you for tuning in today yeah yeah we want to thank our guest john knight again and uh Jeanette. uh what a great way to spend an afternoon jesse <laughs> yeah man are you sick of Jeanette yet i'm fucking sick of get this <laughs> guy out of here get the fuck out of the basement right. man get a, get out of the kitchener <laughs> memorial <get>, auditorium <laughs> let's get high man yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's right let's do that okay so i'm jesse i'm jay this is the kitchener famous podcast and we'll see you fuckers later all right suck it suck it You've been listening to Kitchener Famous Podcast, written and produced by Jesse Weber and Jason Carrero. Edited and co-produced by me, John Knight. Available on anchor.fm slash kitchenerfamous or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all of your social media platforms at Kitchener Famous and to our YouTube channel, Kitchener Famous. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to kitchenerfamous at gmail.com or by purchasing our merch available on all our social media platforms. If you have an interesting story about your brush with fame, send us a detailed email at kitchenerfamous at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.